When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Murder? Mayhem? Mormons? Why not? You know me and my favorite subject, but let's make it a little dicier. Literally. <laughs> I found another Exmo, and we are together collaborating to make Bloody Tales Just For You, Blood Atonement, a new series from Unfiltered Rise and Hellfire Agency, where we take you down that murderous path. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you there. Ladies and gentlemen. Come back and from the blood. I'm gonna get right around. Johnny, it takes you But so, yeah, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I'm really excited about the topic. Heidi recommended we cover this. And it's something that I haven't really heard a lot of people in the conspiracy community bringing up at all actually and so brandon <laughs> heidi you're both here and i'm very excited to get into it brandon how are you doing all right how about yourself i'm too blessed to be stressed heidi how are you <laughs> i love that i'm i'm just happy to be here and always smiling hell yeah so <laughs> brandon i'm just gonna give you the floor i'm gonna let you kind of uh, give the listeners a taste test of what we're going to get into. Okay. Um, basically, <laughs> Heidi sent me a little bit like, could you give me like a PowerPoint so I can research it? And I'm like, it's not stuff you can really research. <laughs> I do have books in here. Uh, once we get going, I highly recommend you pick them up because it, now when you look at the news, when you see things as they're playing out, um, you'll start seeing a little bit more of the stuff that I'm going to present today, how it connects to Kazaria how it connects to the QAnon phenomenon, why that was created, what their endgame's goal is, and Noahide laws. Mm. How that all interconnects, how it possibly could weave. And I hate to say it, they're kind of doing it every other day. I'm reading an article and I'm like, I could be wrong, but again, it's another ding to the, I think I'm getting in the right trajectory here of where this is all going to be heading. And why they want to keep the Epstein list very shallow. They're being very tepid. They're, they're, They're literally toying with us like a cat like yeah let's throw them a bone and then you know they'll nibble on that for a little bit in the meantime we're going to keep the whole bag for ourselves that's kind of what they're doing right now with the news do you think it's because we're leading up to like a, a prophetic moment in time yes um i'm going to be revealing <laughs> as i already did um a little bit with heidi i'm going to be doing another one with her and janet soon and just connecting a lot of the stuff with trump um he happens to have a variation of Nimrod's son's name, Tammuz, and I have triple checked this. His name is, literally is a variant. You you can Google it if you wanted to. Um, Donald stems from Adonis. Adonis equivalent is Dumuzid. He was a Sumerian um, god of goats, and yeah, Baphomet, Pan, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, and uh, Dumuzid's equivalent is uh, Tammuz. And Tammuz is mentioned at eight fourteen of Ezekiel. And it's the women weeping for Tammuz. It's what the Catholic Church worships. It's Christ's pagan doppelganger is the best way to describe him. He is the god of alchemy. 
regeneration, uh, transhumanism. Basically, I was reading something the other day. Isaac Newton translated something from the Emerald Tablet. Basically, he gave a quote that was so similar to Carl Sagan. I was laughing. It was similar to like, there's nothing up there. There's nothing down here. We are basically divine or I am divine. And I am the guy that translated this for you. This is where this is all that it's ever going to be. I was like, all right. So, wow. yeah, it was a very whoa moment for me because it was i didn't i didn't know about this part i kind of already knew all the symbolism stuff but reading that exact quote i was like oh yeah you definitely sound like the guy that basically said i can be like the most high and as i tell everybody baphomet is not satan it's more it's a misnomer it'd be better to start getting it out there saying that is tamuz because he saw himself as satan's avatar is the best way to describe it Mm -hmm. and when you start thinking that it's kind of like putting on the animal spirit, like you put on the animal helmet and you start thinking you can be embodied with that kind of spirit. That's kind of what their teachings are about. And the reincarnation with Freemasonry, uh, the Kundalini, all interconnects with the snake, the Hermes staff or the Caduceus staff. All of it interconnects. And basically, oh, the eye of Horus as well. So when you see the one eye on top of the pyramid, you see the wings on top of the Caduceus staff, you see a star on top of the Christmas tree. It all goes back to the product of incest where Nimrod did his mom and the product was Tammuz. Mm -hmm. So they use that caduceus to represent the medical industry as well. Yes. Yes. Alchemy uh, cuneiform. He's the guy that translated that for us. He's the one that brought the Zodiac. So a lot of this all goes back to the families. Like I taught you how to do everything down here. We don't need to look up there. Is basically in essence what they taught us. That's why a lot of the so Crowley, yes, is, so yes. Crowley. Well, yeah, it's yes. do without wilt. It's the worship of the creation and not the creator. That's the yep. time right. old archetypal story. You hear they they will tell you they don't even believe in Satan as mm-hmm. like a person. They'll say we don't even believe in Satan because they th- they're thinking we think Satan is a guy with a pitchfork. Yes, and and horns or some shit like that but it's it's i it's like an idea to them right mm-hmm. right yep. they are the creation that should be worshipped we all basically it's like it's literally like the walking dead we are negan mm-hmm. we can all be like satan or you know the guy that's being persecuted by god himself that's the way they're translating this stuff sounds incredibly arrogant but it's like i see that in society it's nationalism it's you know um if whether it's a cult whether it's the church of satan you name it they all have a similar link with that scientology oh mm-hmm. yeah no <laughs> shit man i i went down a rabbit hole i'll never forget you'll never forget that shit once you get into mm-hmm. it it's all no. the same it's yeah. all yeah. the same yep definitely all right so without any further ado i will try to show some slides i'm gonna try to put it in presentation <laughs> mode I think share screen. All right, share. Are we good? You guys see it? Yep. Perfect. I can see everything. We can see he he did not do that to himself. Can we see that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Cool. And I can still see you guys. I didn't know if I'd be able to do it this way, but this is awesome. Yeah, Bad yeah, deal. this is good. So we're looking at Epstein, like a little uh, article here. Correct. Um, over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high pro- uh, 
I can't read the top of that because it's blocked by the screen. Uh, profile associates will be named in court documents set to be unsealed in the first days of 2024. I was compiling this already, as you can see, in December. Mm -hmm. And I tried to do something with Ron. Didn't work out. We, we actually got it out like three or four days before the tunnels were found. Wow. So, wow. and as I told people, I said, God's intentionally revealing this stuff to us. He's letting these articles and stories leak out to kind of like, guys, if you're even semi awake and all those other ones, you sound like conspiracy. Theory, listen to them because I'm showing yes. you that there's some stuff going on under the earth that you do not want to know about. But it's happening and you need to start acknowledging what's in the darkness. Mm -hmm. A lot of Christians are putting their faith in this rapture ready extraction ideology. I got my prepaid avoid the tribulation rapture ticket and they're not focusing on the darkness behind the scenes. And that's why. People are all buying this. Oh, we got to support Israel. It's like, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I gotcha. wrote a letter to Mancini that was dated August 15, 1871, in which he propagated that there should be a world order, a one order where all nations are under the control of one central organization. And in order to achieve this, they plan, and there are numerous quotes for this, so I put a number on the screen, because some will say, I don't trust this, I don't trust that, I don't trust the other. Here are references down there. There are references up there. There will be references in other slides. So it comes from different sources. He said, and this was, by the way, on display in the British Museum and could be seen there until it was taken away. The First World War, to overthrow the power of the Tsars in Russia, protector of orthodoxy, and bring about an atheistic communist state. Did that happen? Yes, now that was written long before this event. Long before this event. This was written in 1871. This war broke out in 1914. The Second World War. That's also written long before the event. To originate between Great Britain and Germany, to strengthen communism as, as antithesis to the Judea Christian culture, and bring about a Zionist state in Israel. Did it achieve this objective? Yes. In fact, after this war, Israel, in its present form, was reinstated under the protection of Britain. And then, interestingly enough, the Third World War, a Middle Eastern war involving, involving Judaism and Islam and spreading internationally. That's fascinating. Is that uh, on the cards, or what do you think? Certainly sounds like we are on track. And here's another quote. Uh, just in case people don't like that quote, Martini would fight to develop the plan for three world wars so that eventually every nation would be willing to surrender its national sovereignty to a, to a world government. The first war was to end the Tsarist regime in Russia, the second to allow the Soviet Union to control Europe, the third world war was in the Middle East between Muslim and Jews would result in Armageddon. <laughs> Interesting. Now, how were they going to do it? Let's read what Albert Pike wrote about these walls and uh, how they were going to be um, unleashed. He wrote, quote, 
shall unleash the nihilist and the atheist. So the destroyer and the atheist. And we will provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism. Origin of savagery in the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the minority of revolutionaries will exterminate these destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity will receive the pure light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. The destruction of Christianity and atheism both conquered and exterminated at the same time. Wow, what a Anyways, what the fuck? Right? So all of this connects where I'm trying to show the nationalism aspect where a lot of us are going into we're defending our country. It's our rights. It's, you know, we're focusing a lot about a sacred land, a sacred people. It's promoting a racist ideology that these are a significant people. And it's making us forget that the Holy Spirit is what indwells us. It's no longer a sacred nation. It's no longer sacred people. What they went to war with over there, and they're taking these passages for, is stating that we were destroying the Nephilim. So why does the Vatican <laughs> yeah. destroy the, Yeah, the Vatican destroys this news. The Smithsonian destroys this news. And they're now utilizing this to conquer other places over there. So I'm explaining this a little bit in context because all of this has been planned out. The Epstein list has been planned out. It happened. I don't know if it was exactly what they wanted to happen, but they're utilizing it now for their own agenda. And as we can see over here in the Economist magazine, 2012, December issue, it's Hamas and Netanyahu fighting on hang gliders. Now, there's a clip that I shared of a lady that debunked all of it, that the hang gliders events that we saw was taken from an Egyptian training seminary, uh, seminar thing that was going on. In Egypt in 2022. This is event took place 15 days after Netanyahu shows a map of new, new Israel without Palestine. Syria was pretty much gone. Most of Saudi Arabia and a good chunk of Egypt was gone as well. Wow. All this stuff has been planned. So anyways, getting to Epstein. We have Jeffrey Epstein book claims he and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell were Mossad spies who filmed U.S. politicians and power players, a.k.a. celebrities in Hollywood, anybody influential in the media. I'll be playing a clip confirming this because you can't find it anywhere else on the internet uh, except conspiracy pages, and they're having sex with underage girls to blackmail them. Now, this is significant. Ghislaine Maxwell's dad is Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell, in 1991, was ousted from the U.S. for being an Israeli spy. And he used to be in Parliament. Um... Significance with Epstein is that he used to go to school at, uh, what do I have here? Ba -ba -ba -ba. The Dalton School. Uh, this is connected to Donald Barr. He was the father of Secretary of State A.G. Uh, Barr during Trump's administration. I always forget his first name, if you guys remember that. Um, Epstein's was recruited by Robert Maxwell back in the 80s. This was very, very early, as much as they're trying to deny that they didn't meet each other until the 90s. This was going on in the 80s. Epstein was a bit of a protege. He was very smart in mathematics, and basically, he's the bookkeeper. So if you wanted to have a blacklist, he's your dude. He is the Houdini, the wizard of money behind the scenes. Well, he do you find it... Yeah, do you find it interesting that 
he was also a spy like the original 007 John D and he was mm. the first to bring up in 16th century one world order. Yes. So they're following a playbook that's far older. Oh yeah. On, yeah. Oh yeah. And let's see. So a little quote here by Ghislaine. I don't want you <laughs> you can't sympathize with her but I read this <laughs> book and it was kind of a little bit like, wow, I do sympathize because I have a little bit something in my own family with stuff similar to this. And I was reading it and like, wow, that's really messed up. And it, it reminded me psychology wise that it can either make you become the thing that you hate or it can make you be the thing that stops this kind of stuff or take a stand against it. But this is what she was talking about with her dad in an interview. Um she was stating to a friend of the family is that when she was growing up that she would try to get dad's attention and dad's attention. And she would reportedly declare to her mother, um, Betty Maxwell, mummy, I exist at the age of three as a bit of attention from her parents. Uh, later on, she was giving a interview with Eleanor Barry, a friend and confidant of her father's that daddy has a series of things lined up in a row. There's a riding crop and a swish to it. Another straight riding crop and a few shoehorns. He also he always asked me which uh, choose, which uh, which choice I would want to choose. Mm. So there was a little bit of that going on with some of the girls, with how they were, you know, being purveyors of discretion. Shall we put it in delicate terms? And yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell also worked um, at Disney. When she was extremely uh, she did yes in the book it's stating that in the 86 87 she did a charity at uh, disney there's a mm -hmm. picture of that i wasn't able to find it for this but uh bup, bup. So these are the books i would recommend if you kind of want to get a little bit up to date try to cross and examine this one has a ton of photos he was buried um i believe was it the mount of olives or was it gethsemane one of the two he was yeah he was buried there um he was came to america and he wanted to be a big media mongol he already had a little something in europe he kind of wanted to get some backing he needed some little you know a little uh cheese and he went to rothschild rothschild's like all right i'll back you um he was making it very big he was getting very successful his biggest competitor was rupert Murdoch, aka the owner of fox news and zondervan publishing of the bibles <clears throat> um he claims to be anti-semitic is what you read in all articles but come to find out he has a jewish background as well so it's all for show and Ma robert maxwell basically said um i'm having problems with my finances somebody's doing something and jiggling around with the books so he goes to a guy um uh, what's the name nick kroll i think this was jules kroll and they're basically known as the CIA of Wall Street. If anything's getting funky in your business, these guys will do an investigation, be very thorough. They're all ex-Wall um, Street, all ex-IRS people that they bring in, and they'll basically do an, a, an audit. And he basically says this in October that I'm having problems with my books. I don't know what's going on. The month later, he died on his yacht very mysteriously. That's why they have the life and murder mm -hmm. of a media mogul. Uh, volume two by Whitney Webb, the quotes that I just quoted from phenomenal read. It'll get you right to the source. It will talk about Trump's connection to this family. It's not just, oh, he only knew him once and it was like at a party down the floor. It's like, no, 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 no. They were very tight. It shows the whole timeline of the family being quite close with each other here and there. 
Now, uh, more trivia. A lot of our congressmen and women senators and people who are in charge of the certain injection Fauci flu shots um, <laughs> all had dual citizenship with a certain country. And you'll notice that Blinken here is kind of tight with Netanyahu. He's always he's kind of dismissive of all the atrocities occurring over there. Is another reason why I shared the clip that I did, just to explain why they're letting things pass. Important thing to know is Ghislaine Maxwell's childhood friend was Anthony Blinken, our current Secretary of State. He is the current U.S. Secretary of State um, that is under Biden. Anthony Blinken's father was Robert Maxwell's lawyer. That is Donald Blinken. I looked him up. So if you're wondering, how does that all connect? Well, why would you keep that silent? Why would you not want to let your chummy friends get ratted out? Because you have people in power in our government that would not let this happen. Mm -hmm. I think the next one might have another video. And he died under um, suspicion that he had a heart attack and an accident, and they could never rule whether it was a suicide, an accident, or what. Right. With him. Yeah. Right. Uh, wow. So they double covered. They were like suicide and a heart attack. <laughs> All of the above. He had a suicide, then a heart yes. attack, and then he died. Yep. He had um, a heart attack while he was suiciding himself. Yes. There you go. It was too much shock for him. Wow. How is this physically possible? <laughs> he wanted. To um, here's sure. another clip of an ex Mossad agent. He's just basically confirming everything that I've said. Um, I know this British guy from somewhere. I don't know where this was originally aired, but something with BBC. Um, but over here we have on the left, Jeffrey Epstein was the Mossad gopher. So basically he'd be over here, scrounge around, see who he could blackmail. Um, his girlfriend was the daughter of the Israeli spy, which we're about to have the clip being confirming everything that I've said. Jeffrey Epstein worked for the Israeli Mossad and videotaping powerful people doing things with kids as a future blackmailing material for Rothschild's State of Israel. And additionally, I just found out that Lewinsky, Monica Lewinsky from uh, Clinton, mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. was also Mossad. Was well, she? And, yeah. and he was rumored to be a triple agent. Uh, mm -hmm. Robert Maxwell was uh, rumored to oh, be he... U.S., Russia, yes. and yes. Mossad. He was the yes. go-between for Russia and Israel. And then when he went to America, it was like, well, I have agents over here. So yeah, it was, it was, so he was running a train on everybody. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Well, he, had, he had connections. Including to like his, arms, yeah. Including his daughter killers. because yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he trained, he basically trained Ghislaine, like the book would state uh, volume two of black one nation under blackmail is that he was training her to take over the family business. He really wanted to create another dynasty that would be similar to the Kennedy empire. Yes, and yes. that's why she was dating two of the Kennedy boys for quite some time. And she actually got, uh, what was the one that you said that um, was her greatest, greatest achievement? Oh, was it Robert? I think it was Robert. I'd have to I think Google it. Was Robert. It was somewhere in England, but she claims that was her biggest achievement of getting that little. Well, uh, and then she ends up. Belt with epstein who's severely older than her and that makes only too much sense for a kid that's been trained they said their relationship was not normal at yeah. all like too way too yeah. handsy touchy weirdy and well, that he didn't care about any of his other kids like that like no. elaine was the one she was the yeah. chose. and even even with epstein what i think person ron's disagreeing with me on this aspect but what it looks like mm -hmm. from what i can read in the book it's not confirmed, but I'm reading it and I'm like, 
So basically it's saying, I think I figured out the dad's business. I think I could do it a lot better. The daughter's already got the ropes. So if we get rid of him, I can continue everything that you want me to do. Do we get a thumbs up? Sure. Oh, it, so oh, it was JFK. It was, I Googled it really quick. She's saying it's JFK. On, hey, that's JFK what Jr. Shut up. Ah, that's what they're saying. He, was, inter- he was interviewed for this book. Yep. He, she dated two of them. So that's the same, one. The same two that Marilyn got fucked up behind and got suicided. The son. The son. Yep. Right? Wasn't it the son? Wait. JFK Jr.? That's what they're saying, Jr. That's one of them. There's there's um, some photos out there where she was going over to try to hug him, and he was like, no, 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 just get, get away from me. Right now. Right now. I'm in public. I'm in public. Yeah, I can't you. remember. Oh, which, I remember we're talking, talking about, about the this. next generation. We're talking about like yeah. the yeah, one yeah. that dis- the son, oh, disappeared. That came after. He disappeared too. Like, yeah, well, oh. he was in a plane crash mm-hmm. and he yep. was very handsome. I mean, let's not. Oh, he was. Yeah, let's words, not play. But, yeah. Um, all all of them had a very, is, very decent smile about them. <laughs> i love how you said that <laughs> oh yes yes mom. <laughs> the, the thing is for me how do you go from saying your greatest achievement in life is jfk jr to then epstein who looks right. like a freaking horny toad because he and... looks like the dad and they you heard what they said about his ding dong didn't you i'm that sorry is... That yeah, there was something weird. weird I read about that. Yeah. Yeah, that is yes. like a chode. Like it's short yeah. and freaking like <laughs> Julie, it's I love it. useless. Like oh nobody nobody wants you in your fucking chode, guy. No. The thing <laughs> Definitely about, not. Yeah, and the thing for me too, just looking at him, just looking at him, I get a creep vibe. He's a heebie jeebie. <laughs> yep. I would run yeah, the other yeah. way. Both a lot of, of people them. do. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm just gonna play this snippet. So that's with their own words. <laughs> and so I'm not just making this stuff up. The book will mm-hmm. confirm a lot of um, Epstein's background and a lot of uh, Maxwell's background was formerly doing arms trades. So was it Ashkasagi? Akash, Ashkahagi? I always mispronounce Ashkenazi? Uh, whatever his name you... is. No, uh, it's a person. Goodness. You're talking about a person. Yeah, he was, okay. he was a guy over in the Middle East. Um Let's see. He was a sultan. So he has some kind of pleasure sultan uh, connection with him. I'm trying to find it here. Ah, yeah. Khashoggi. And he used to have like a pleasure yacht. And in 1988-89, Trump bought said pleasure yacht off of him. Mm. Yeah, kind of 
kind of weird. So the, a lot of the stuff that they bring up here, uh, Roy Cohn, who is Trump's mentor, I'm going to be touching on him, him and uh, Ashka. Better give him a, oh, what's she, the first a, a shaggy, a yeah, what's, We'll call him <laughs> A or yeah, we'll, Osh Mr. K. Or something. Call him Mr. Yeah. K. <laughs> um, Mr. K. Um, yes. Yeah, he was pretty tight with that guy. So the fact that Trump bought a pleasure yacht off of him is familiar, affiliated with an arms dealer that had affiliations with Epstein in the early 80s. People are going, oh, no, they didn't know each other until the 90s, and it was only that one affair that yeah. one time. It's like, not really. My um, question it, to you both is, would you want a used pleasure yacht? Yucky, mm. DNA for days. Okay, <laughs> would you, like, why, if you have as much money as he has, want anything used? Oh, for sure. For Unless sure, it's he could have just yeah. with some type of energy that is drawing mm-hmm. you towards it. Yep, energy 100%. or it, it's reputation. Yep, and even sex still, magic. If you're a Christian yeah. evangelical. Why would you want a guy that's like you know I like pleasure yachts that were you know? <laughs> well, think about it. If you have a, if you have enough money to buy a brand new yacht, you're not going to buy a used one off of someone mm-hmm. else because actually it's right. a status thing too. Oh, I bought. I had to buy Mr. K's used yacht. Or mm-hmm. is it like if you're in a collector's kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, circle and there's a bunch of, I don't know, prize. No, I, I think it's true. I think it's you're on something. Yeah, you know, I had, yeah. if, if I had something you really wanted, Heidi, and you had enough money, you could go buy it on your own. But it's right. like, I want that microphone, even though I can right. buy my own microphone. It's like a brand. Julia used that mm-hmm. microphone. Yep. And she had some Julia really great spit on there. I love it. Yeah. And I <laughs> spit it on it. And I freaking, I recorded Laurel Canyon on this microphone. Oh, I want that one. That is a one. good one. Very, so, very, of yep. course, he's going to want to get that, get Mr. Right. K's pleasure yacht because it's like, oh, look what I have now. I've collected this thing. Right. It's All also right. an easy way to hide things. And the bulk hole of the ship, if he was trading arms at that time, that's a legit way to just transfer the whole thing. And yeah. it's loaded with guns. It's like, you all know? right, we got a shipment. Everybody do your thing. Make out. Yep. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. bug, bug us. We could ship everything we want. We could do our business down below deck. They'll just think we're a couple of pleasure people, mm-hmm. millionaires. Yep. Um, what's her face? Uh, JFK's wife. She ended up marrying mm-hmm. a mafia guy over in Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Afterwards, yep. I'm like, yeah, because I would not want to be around after all of that. Want, like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. muscle guys around me all the time, bodyguards in a sense. Like, I was like, that's a very smart marriage on her on her part. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maxwell, he owned the Pergamon Press. And that is affiliated with National Geographic, McGraw-Hill Education. So when people are saying I'm against, you know, I am against against trafficking. It's like, well, you do know that the whole family is very tight with your education. So every time you send your kid to school, they are tight with that as well. Um, in mm-hmm. 1989, McGraw-Hill formed a joint partnership with Robert Maxwell, forming the second largest textbook publishing in the United States. Uh, National Geographic? Really? Mm-hmm. I used to get and the National Geographic spread Kids that magazine. you have right here. This is a very interesting spread. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin, to the moon and back. Fuck you. Astronaut, <laughs> aquanaut. 
fuck you. Mm. Science. I do like tigers, but stay the fuck away from kids. They always are polluting everyone's minds with stuff. Yes. For sure. Well, even 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 this, this is what I was telling people. MAGA zine, MAGA and every Latin based country, Mm. magician, great illusionist, wizard. Mm -hmm. So MAGA movement. Oh, it's just an anagram. It's also the highest priest position on the Church of Satan website. It's just an anagram. In Sanskrit, it's the highest priest of the sun. Trump's um, tower. I did an episode with uh, the occult reject symbolism of Trump Tower. He's got three sun god mm-hmm. relics up in his penthouse apartment, plus a pentagram. But and again, all sun gods aside from Ra are Tammuz, Nimrod's son. Mm-hmm. It's it was originally located at six 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 something Street in New York. It was known as the Tower of Light. Now, and Pergamus, you said Pergamum was that original name that he gave that. And that means a rich and powerful city that was in Greece originally. So yes. that's very interesting that they just continue everything with names. And Brandon's great at pulling all this out. He well, always mag- finds... magazine illusion, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and Magi. So January Magi. 6th, that was the epiphany of John the Baptist. And it's also the date that Christ is allegedly visited by the wise men mm-hmm. as an adolescent. Yes. Root word for Magi? Magi. So again, it all traces back time and time again. Oh, and that was the day you took down Christmas trees. It was only supposed yeah. to be up for 12 days. You took it down yeah. on January 6th. Wow. And Trump's name is a variant of that. With uh, He has a Christmas shirt. episode. You have to see yeah, if you guys the, didn't the, see this on Josh, Kish, uh, Biff, Josh Monday. Yes. Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen in Back to the Future. Biff coming from Hiram Abiff. And then Tannen, it means um, it's Ashkenazi German name for fir tree. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is uh, getting crazier. Wait, oh, wait, yeah. it means tree? It means fir tree, like the Christmas tree. And like okay. the most memorable line from fucking Back to the Future is he's like, yep. make like a tree and get out of here. And leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's no, he didn't to be say, he, yeah, the he funny messed thing it up. was yeah. that he said, make like a tree and get out of here. And well, he was like, promise- it's lit. And Biff, we figured that out on our last show together. We were talking about it, oh, and yeah. I was like, like I've updated Hiram? it since Heidi. Yeah, yeah. I do it with anybody else. I have it all updated with some new things now. So I'm like, I just I, don't know when people <laughs> started really putting their faith into specific human beings that hold places of power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that- not like God chose a team. Mm-hmm. You get to heaven through the finished work on the cross you do not get to heaven through donald trump you do not get to heaven through believing in any specific politician Mm -hmm. it's from the finished work on the cross and people want to say that they're voting for the god team because they're voting for donald trump i've got zero percent faith in any of these fuck sticks and a hundred percent faith in jesus christ and i wish people would stop making those 100. two things synonymous right yes and and, and plus the dangers of why, that as we keep oh, going it's, it's it's sorry no i'm just she, I, I love what she was saying so i'm going to show the dangers of how we're we're so deluded well, in our thinking yeah. what that's going to lead to why did they kill jesus in the first place because they wanted a what a king and he didn't fit that because he was a savior the whole point they kept saying we want a king we want a king Jesus even said, let Caesar have what is Caesar's. It has nothing to do with us. Although I get it. The economy was better under him and certain things like I get, I get it, but you don't worship anything. You You can't worship 
and idolize idolatry. Yep. Yep. Agree. People aren't putting that two together. Uh, The Missing Podcast, it's going to be very good. I'm going to be showing everybody what it is to be born again, but it's not going to be the typical, oh, you just told me a nice, cute story. It's going to be like, no, there's a lot of symbolism versus what the occult does and versus what we should be thinking about. When you say Mm -hmm. born again and stuff like that, like the whole, uh, just the dove thing, that's very significant. It means deliverance. Dove Mm -hmm. came down. Where did it come down to? From the other side. Mm -hmm. Penetrated came down and what is it you know then vice versa that's how we break the barrier the spiritual realm that we now can become sons of god big stuff so that's just a little teaser i'm not going to go into full stuff but that was just one thing i was like oh my and i'll reverence god that is so (laughs) cool (laughs) and we have to remember we serve under god we are not to be god so don't get into the whole occult part of this just because you don't want to i hear it a lot in podcasts I do and they're like well I'm tired of serving the man or serving a person or serving anybody I want to be like God and Mormons think they are Mormons put themselves like that they say they can become God and here's the thing that is blasphemy yeah yeah scary as I'm happy just being a son (laughs) I don't want that (laughs) yep same um anyways it is very likely that Epstein Drew just slain and everybody they had a modeling agency Ghislaine had a ladies' little club over there of high society ladies and models. It's very likely through this institution, Melania being a former model, is how they came to meet Donald Trump. Everybody's like, oh, that's, that was just a coincidence of me. Okay. And here's a picture with Donald Trump with Robert Maxwell in the photo at a business meeting in New York. So Absolutely. he had affiliations with an Israeli spy. Kind of a And the Russian. Thing. And Russian. Both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as as if you read the book, uh, Solving the Mystery of Babylon the Great by Edward Hendry, he explains that the very institution of communism is Talmudism. Okay. That is basically what it is. And they just basically said, all right, we conquered half the world now. Let's go do the rest of the half. Deny God, become God yourself. That's basically mm-hmm. what the ideology we want to implement. And they've already done that with the West. We're very arrogant. We're very proud. Mm-hmm. We're very ignorant. So when stuff like this happens... It's a very feminist mentality society. We're thinking with our emotions and we're not going over there and being like, well, what's the other side have to say? And they censor everything that this side is saying. If they did that in 2020, they did that with elections. Why do you think they're censoring this? Does that make them sound like the good guy? And number two, if they're selling merch or support this group of any current event, that's definitely a red flag that you shouldn't be supporting that side. Yeah. just <laughs> rule of thumb people rule of thumb yeah anyways um over here we have robert maxwell photographed with the royal family there was a couple other mm-hmm. photos i just wanted to show the one uh everybody remember jimmy seville oh yeah mm-hmm. he was he sick, also do, used to be a bit of a guy the necro necrophile oh he yeah he was disgusting. He, worked, he volunteered at a mortuary stop it right yeah. now. Yo, no yeah. they say he was a necro a necrophiliac necrophiliac that like did shit up he and they let him he did sexuals with dead bodies and he didn't really hide it at all Mm -hmm. basically he would go around and be like i can do whatever i want around here because Mm -hmm. prince uh was it prince charles he's like he's got his brother uh brother andrew Yes, Andrew, yeah. the Andrew, one that was connected. Yes, is that the one yes. I got here? Yeah, Prince Andrew. And yep. Prince Andrew was going to get him mm-hmm. off on anything that was going on. He says, "I got connections to the royal family." Yep. He so I could literally kill somebody, and I can. They get away knighted him. They knighted him, Sir Seville. 
Yeah. The queen See, knighted him. You wonder where STDs come from? The <laughs> royal family and no, all their she... fucking friends. He's going <laughs> to well... have gangrene penis and ah. it's going to fall the frick off. And well, he's, he's going to have dead, a so nug there. Yeah. And yeah. But you then... wonder what it passes around they want to lie and say monkeys yeah no listen this is what happens he's he's fucking dead bodies in a morgue his dick is gonna fall off he's gonna have a fucking nub there and then they're gonna come up with a vaccine that everybody has to get because you don't want to get the dick nub virus (laughs) (laughs) that will work because men will be afraid (laughs) they cover stuff up like that though it's like how come brandon you're different you they have all this cleft palates and they're all incest and inbred and their dicks are falling off well it's because you haven't gotten our new pfizer shot for Mm -hmm. the dickless fucking cleft palate having motherfuckers it comes from these elite class people they're the sick freaking sadistic ones normal people yes. like us in this podcast right now we're healthy we don't do mm-hmm. things like that that's the most disgusting shit i've heard in a long time yeah. <laughs> dead bodies yes yes and kids um dead kids yeah oh my god yeah mm-hmm. Have mercy on us. Oh my God. (laughs) No mercy for him. Yeah. But um, again, this is them with Ghislaine and Kevin Spacey sitting on the throne. Apparently, I'm sure, I am sure there is some sort of rule that you don't do that unless you have a royal hiney. And they feel pretty chummy on doing that. Why? Well, if you got blackmail Mm -hmm. and you're a Rothschild B, I can do whatever I want. Maybe you're the plug. Maybe the queen's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can just sit in my chair. I've been liking the spread you've been providing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Either or. You know? So bad. And then we have Kevin Spacey. As of late, he's had three of his accusers all just magically pop off and die. Mm-hmm. But what yep. I wanted to point out is that he sh- he's been seen wearing a little kippah. So he's got Israeli connections. Wow. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to keep on showing per, per, everybody in the Republican Party. They're going down except for Alex Jones because that's a whole episode in and of itself. Right. But, but uh, you see here, this is a lot of this is from Jewish news sources. So don't give me the anti-Semitic argument. I'm giving you what their stuff's reporting. Mm-hmm. Hollywood director, latest sexual predator to find refuge in Israel. Um, diaspora pedophiles increasingly use israel as a haven activists charge and a thousand other articles from the independent to uh the times this of is israel. too much this is too much israel the promised land mm-hmm. for pedophiles how jewish american pedophiles hide from justice in israel yeah emmanuel yeah. the town in israel where pedophiles have find safe haven oh my god article after Mm -hmm. article. this is like what eight seven that i got here yep and there's more oh yeah of atrocities being committed by the idf for rape cases against certain individuals that are not israeli women Mm -hmm. all of this is from either i think most of this is democratic uh or liberal leaning news outlets um middle east publication over here world news uh one with an 11 year old a soldier up on top second to the left 
Mm. Israeli soldiers accused of raping 11-year-old. Yep. The one to the left, IDF colonel rabbi implies that rape is permitted during war. Wow. I can do a whole episode soon coming up on what the IDF teaches and believes. That's I could play like 14, 10-minute clips and have an Mm -hmm. afterward discussion. It is very nasty. and I sent it to my buddy Brian, who's ex-military. And he's like, do you have a more updated thing? And I'm like, dude, they said that they're okay with three-year-old child brides and you can have sex with a six-year-old boy. They mm-hmm. still believe it. And then I sent him a clip of what, like a six-minute clip of a guy breaking down. He's Israeli, breaking it down that this is a guy that's in charge of the teaching over here. This is what Netanyahu says, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he, didn't, he never responded. I literally told him at Christmas, I said, I'm going to be doing a podcast soon exposing who is in control of Epstein. He's like, oh, who was? Mm-hmm. Israel. Totally you know that like they say things that. that are horrible, like uh, women are for babies and boys are for pleasure. That's yeah. a real statement that they give. Yep. Yep. And it's like, if you're a Christian, Christ, a.k.a. Balaam, fornicated with a donkey and is now boiling in excrement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, they're, they're the chosen people. Anyways, the Israel Times. 14 Israelis suspected of running child trafficking ring in Colombia. And that is the Israeli Times, not anything biased, news, Republican, mm-hmm. whatever, like, you know, whatever. Uh, Hertz, uh, Hertz, today, why Hollywood's alleged sexual predators love moving to Israel. Again, them, not me. Right. And did you notice anything? Yep. Epstein had an island temple there. They say it was a gym, but I find it very odd that it has the two owls up there, which mm-hmm. could be representing, I think, uh, goodness, I forget, with uh, Minerva, the goddess Minerva. Uh, yeah, owls yeah. and Minerva. And that's AKA, it's the same owl that's very similar to uh, Bohemian Grove. Yep. Uh-huh. And over here, this is back in 1491. Why Epstein modeled his temple after this specific building because the symbolism attached to it. Indeed, Hammam is a classic example of architecture from the Mamluk era in Arab, Arabic. Uh, the word Mamluk literally translates to property. It is used for designated slaves. And during the Mamluk era, era um, children were captured by the ruling class to become slaves. Boys were usually trained to become soldiers while girls were groomed to become personal concubines to their mm-hmm. masters. Mm-hmm. Anybody with eyes to see would look at this place and be like, there's nothing good that ever happened there. But the Mm-mm. thing is, both left and right, okay, Epstein's exposed. We'll give you that. But no names and no mention of the temple. No That's names and I... no mention of the temple. You're exactly correct. I, You know, this is very nearby the Bermuda Triangle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a there's oh, yeah. a guy that literally lives right off the coast on a neighboring island. He says we were like 13, 14 miles away from this freaking thing. And Disney cruises would stop about two, three miles away from this island. Mm-hmm. Super sus. Knock him overboard. Lost at sea. We bad. Here's some insurance. Meantime, this kid just got. Sh- yeah. Yep. Sent to Pleasure Island. Ugh, yes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, over here, so as I'm always explaining to people, not everything in Catholicism, like sometimes you find one good guy, sometimes you find a bad guy. And God's Bankers, I'm reading so much into that um, phenomenal book. And it's showing how a lot of there was a lot of masonry and Jesuit rivalry. There is a lot of we're frenemies for a bit. Now, at this point in time, they're very close with each other. 
But for the most of the generations prior to that, there was a lot of enmity going on because nobody knew Jesuits were controlled by crypto Jews. Mm. Cardinal Ganganelli, um, he was tasked by the Pope to do an investigation of ritual murder. Um, basically, it was stated that there was a certain group of Jews that were taking kids and they were basically killing them so that they could take their blood. They had to be Christian to do a Passover toast. So cannibalism. And this mm. was... Around the same time, um, was this in 1471? I have it somewhere here on the page from the screenshot. Oh, that no, I 91? 1491? 14, no, 1491 is the one on the right. I think this was an oh. event that occurred in 1471, but I'm not seeing it, but it is on this page. Um, and Ganganelli was the cardinal that was sent to investigate this and found out that they were true. It was not being denied. Um, you know what this is? I just have to interject really quickly because I, I said this to someone, uh, another guest that I had on, and they cannot create anything. Satanists cannot create mm -hmm. anything. Yep. So Only they're, they're totally yep. incapable of creation. So all they can do is pervert God's mm -hmm. creation. Yep. yep. And yep. as we know, all three of us know the life is in the blood yes. the power is in the blood yep. and we are covered in jesus shed blood he was mm -hmm. the only perfect spotless lamb and mm -hmm. so they know that they have to take innocent children and spill their blood to pervert jesus's blood right mm -hmm. right because it's the innocence the power is in the blood yep. and yep. they know that that's why sin feels good and magic works and mm -hmm. that's why they that if they got nothing from this they would not continue to do it but right. there mm -hmm. is there is fucking magic works and sin feels good so right. when yes. they do this stuff it actually works i'm so tired of people saying the, all this stuff about they're they're doing rituals with children and drinking blood and and doing all this stuff like that's not even real like what are they getting out of that <laughs> it works that's yep. why they do it yeah it is a perverse version of jesus spilled blood yep and yep. even oprah interviewed somebody uh may 11th 1989 uh, and she disguised her name as rachel i just post this recently i'm gonna be posting a lot more on bishu for the more sensitive topics but she even came forward and said her family's been doing this in the 1700s and she yeah. felt horrible about it but yeah there were normal people every day in society but when it was behind closed doors around certain days this is what mm -hmm. they were doing so that was their own words i could have shared that here but trying to condense for time another fun fact <laughs> with slavery did you know that the majority of the ships when they were being sent i believe it was 1778 or something like that maybe this is 18 somethings most of them were owned by Jews. Yeah, that's mm. because the original Hebrews were black people. In my had very dark complexion, mm -hmm. Middle, Middle Eastern. I, 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 I'm not really picky about the skin color because it's like God's not looking at skin color; He's looking at the heart and your character. No, I. But I do think I do think that they have a thing about that. Like they they mm -hmm. have targeted the black community for so long. I feel like it has oh, yeah. to be for a reason. Oh, um, it is. I know what the reason is because the Nephilim were white 
and the Mormons are really racist. And they say Mm. that even when Noah was born, he was exceedingly white and he was like albino. And they were actually worried that he was like a Nephilim spirit because of that at first until he like got older. And, you know, obviously he was like a good person from God. Like they didn't understand albinism, but they worshiped it. They worshiped the fact that, yeah, they were white and, you know, they are portrayed with very light features, hazel eyes, blondish or red hair. Yeah, it's rare. And so all the Jewish people were the ones who owned the slave boats. Surprise, surprise. At least a good (laughs) 78% Slavs, originally meant for white. Um, Even Um, even freaking, um, what's his name? Uh, Karl Marx. He was incredibly racist as long with Ingalls. They were referring to Marx's son-in-law, who was in charge of the Paris Zoo District of the Communist Party. They were referring to him as the gorilla in letters with each other. And it was so much for himself that he ended up committing suicide. Yeah. And that's what I'm laughing when BLM takes an offshoot of communism. And like, you do realize that Marx's own son committed suicide from how toxic this ideology is. And yes, he was an Ashkenazi. Um, his name was like Moses Mordecai something. That's not even his real name. That's his pen name. Um, it's just so interconnected. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never been one to be like, "Oh, Black Lives Matter" or anything like that, because I know that's completely a psyop. But yeah, uh-huh. the, the the problem is, is I recently was. <laughs> we'll get into this, Heidi, but I was watching something that referenced a, a passage from the Book of Mormon that mm-hmm. stated that the the black race um, was the product of uh, Lucifer um, procreating with beasts. That's yeah. what it said. And there is a they whole were cursed. Religion. Yeah, they yeah, were cursed. A whole supposedly. religion who believes this. No, really. And they lie about it and they say they don't now, but they were fence sitters in heaven and they um, on the war where the angels were warring in heaven the people that didn't choose a side became specifically black, not the curse of Cain, not Brown. I'm talking about specifically black. So they made it so that any black person that joined the church until the 1960s could not receive the priesthood and you cannot get to the highest glory without it. And for me, I'm like, what they, they had this whole th- thing, like the NAACP is coming after the Mormon church because they won't Good. let uh, black people have the priesthood. And I'm sitting here, I was talking to my husband about this. And for those who don't know, my husband is black and we both agree like black people, why do you want to be a part of a religion? Exactly. Fucking shit. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> why would you want? My husband always says as a Mormon, and if you were black, how could you live with yourself going and, and accepting that? Cause my niece is black and I always say the same thing. I'm like, you know what? This is crazy. God doesn't work like this. This isn't how it is, you know? No. Ah, uh, anyways, it's yeah. just, that's a whole nother episode, but I'm just appalled sometimes. By... Yeah. yeah. Sickening. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, some other passages from, uh, solving the mystery of Babylon, the great with Edward Henry. Quoting from the Sanhedrin 55b, it is permitted to have sexual intercourse with a girl three years and one day old. Oh, no. The actual quote, another 154, if a man has sex with a boy less than nine years old, he is not guilty of pedestrian. The Kathaboth, Mm. 
11b, when a grown-up man has intercourse with a little girl, it is nothing, for when the little girl is less than three years old, it is as if one puts the finger into the eye, tears come again to the eye, so does the virginity come back to the little girl under three years. Uh, this is from what? This is from the Kethaboth. This is from the Babylonian Talmud. You want to have good, I have, uh, at the end of this, I'm going to be having a list of all the documentaries you want to watch. This is from the other Brandon, Israel. I need type. you to, I need you to read that again for the listeners. This okay. is from the Babylonian. This is the Talmud. This is from the Talmud. Babylonian Talmud is basically when they were put into captivity, they merged a lot with a lot of the Babylonian customs. Oral tradition for a very long time, all the way up to the time of Christ. This is what Christ was condemning. He's calling them out on this kind of stuff. And the documentary with Ted Pike, the other Israel, find it on Bishoot. You can find it sometimes on Rumble, so some people can upload it. Maybe Odyssey will have it. Or YouTube channel, We Woke Now. He breaks this all down. I don't know how it connects to the Pharisees. And this is the quote from the uh, Kethaboth 11b. When a grown-up man has intercourse with a little girl, it is nothing. For when the girl is less than three years old, it is as if one puts the finger into the eye. Tears to the eye come again and again. So does the virginity come back to little girl under three years. And that isn't virginity. That's scar tissue, by the way, people. Yeah. Yeah. And they believe this. So when people are saying, I'm pro-Israel, so it's like, you're pro-Epstein? Huh? Are you pro-Talmud? It's like, I'm not anti-Jew. You, I don't know, whatever, you know? I'm against the Talmud, because that's racial mm. superiority doctrine. It's something that promotes this. We lock mm. up people for doing this. But when they do it, oh, no, 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 they're God's chosen people. They don't do that. This is literally their holy sacred text. This, then again, crypto Jews invented Catholicism. What does a lot of Catholic priests do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's where this book connects the two linking to each other and how there's always covering up for each other when the priests start doing this kind of stuff with kids. Are there even words to describe how disgusting this is? No. No. No, it's absolutely. Are there even words to describe the fucking sinking feeling I have in my stomach when I think that somebody is using this as a blueprint for how to live their life and conduct Mm -hmm. themselves with children? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. There's no words. And people are looking at these tunnels with red or brown stained sheets from obviously blood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when you know about yep. these passages you get freaked out because you're or you're just like i told you and everybody else is in the comment section going what does that mean what, what, what does that mean i'm confused somebody somebody uh, i try to comment and i end up being banned for a whole day from speaking out against this stuff where they can find the resources that call out this stuff and saying do you do you support this now do you like all oh, the quran is like okay yeah i have my thing with quran too but at the same time i'm not de- depraving them of the humanity humanity mm-hmm. aspect what i'm calling out is the teachings of both ideologies. Do you think that sounds yes. right? No. No, it does not. And if it connects to them, it connects to Epstein, who is very tight with the former prime minister. Um, EGAD, it was from 97, 99. He only had a very, like, two and a half year to three year run in the late 90s. Yeah. And they believe this mm. stuff. They totally justify it. And we were over here thinking, oh, they follow the ancient Torah. They just didn't like Jesus. They got a lot of passages in there where rabbis, God comes down to get consultations from rabbis every day. Oh, come the fuck. Oh, yeah. I was reading this. Hey, the Mormons believe in that, too. The direct revelation. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, you guys have no idea. Anyways, book I have been referring to, um, both by Edward Hendry. The other one got Amazon banned. It's banned oh, in Germany and Australia. You can find it on a Walmart online at the moment, a Barnes and Noble, eBay. Uh, sometimes thrift books will have it. As I've been recommending it, I'm noticing the pricing is going up. So I'm basically being his one man sales team here. <laughs> Highly well, recommend. And this is why. Them. Yeah. This is why that they have made these the chosen people. Because I'm sorry if you trace back the Ashkenazi Jews, it wasn't the actual people that they say it is. And also you, you can't make a religion, your race. O oftentimes right. they're not even what they say. And right. I don't care what anybody is. I love everybody, but Same. I don't, I don't like pedophiles like that. No. Well, especially ones that don't repent. Cause I know a buddy of mine, but he's like, he's an incredible regret. And he was under the influence when he did something stupid. Right. I'm, I'm not like, saying dude, like, I guess that's a blanket. He was asking yeah. I was showing this stuff to him. He was like, do you think about me like that? I'm like, dude, you actually can't have a repentive heart. You also didn't know Christ as well at the time. He was kind of like a mech Catholic. Mm -hmm. I says, and you were under the influence. I said, you repented of that. I says these people, they relish in it. They write books yeah. on it. They have ceremonies and go to the full extent. I says, from my perspective, you actually are showing re repentance. Them, I got a problem with that. Right. The non-repentant. They, they can't, yes. they can't repent yes. because they enjoy it. So these yes. two books, it's called yes. Solving the Mystery of Great, of Babylon, Babylon the Great, the Great yep. and then Bloody Zion. By which, Edward Hendry. And you and do know that Zion is also a Mormon term. Mormon that, thing. Yeah. Yearning yes. for Zion and Zion this mm -hmm. and that. You know, I didn't realize there was a negative connotation behind Zion until mm -hmm. i became a conspiracy theorist because even yep. in i grew up in a pentecostal christian church and we sang songs about zion yes mm -hmm. yep so you know it's like come on people we got we got to look into this stuff it's well the one on the right if you're interested in how czar nicholas was off why he was off that connects to the ashkenazis if you're interested about jfk why they had a hand in it and why jack ruby was a jew but totally changed his um identity after he was arrested yeah um oswald it gives more evidence that oswald was totally framed for the job but yeah if you're wondering a lot of stuff with history and you're just kind of wanting something to fill in the blanks how masons and jesuits and all of it the shebang connects to each other highly recommend his stuff i did an episode off of another book that he compiled um rome's responsibility for the assassination of abraham lincoln with far out with faust episode 99 i uh, can be found on youtube and I was connecting how Rome and the Masons basically had a plot to off Abraham Lincoln because he was not wanted as the president. When everybody's saying everybody selected, I'm going to say like most of them. Yes. Abraham Lincoln, like the guy before him was a Mason. The guy after him was a Mason. But the guy before him literally said, I am the last president of the United States. Texas didn't even have him on the ballot. Lincoln didn't even want to put his hat in the ring. His wife literally said, I'm not going to marry a man that's not going to become the president someday. So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And then when he won, he was like, how? There was like four or five other contenders. How did I become the... I don't get it. And maybe he was, he was, maybe he was Nephilim. Uh, he had a weird form of gigantic-cism mm -hmm. or whatever they call it. Yeah, I truly believe that. But at the same time, everything that I'm reading, he was a guy that was in a lot of remorse and he would stay up all night for people that were dying. He's like, this is on me. <laughs> he literally took it very personal. And that's why he looked so freaking old by the time he got out of office or was <laughs> off to office. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a very sad tale.
Um, anyways, Mother Teresa, how she connects to all of this. Um, that's Robert Maxwell sitting next to Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. So after you read those books, you're going to be like, oh, I see what you're talking about. Um, I believe it was Weon News Station. It's an it's an India news-based station. When she was being nominated for sainthood, comment sections from citizens of India, not very favorable for Miss Teresa here. She There's a documentary that came out in the 90s that was exposing her, calling her uh, the devil's angel or, or whatever. Um yeah, and then wow. these are two. You can find this on outlookindia.com in Newsweek. Somebody tried to pull up a thing to debunk it, but it's confirmed that they canceled her accounts for child trafficking charges. And there you see her standing next to lovely Dr. Fauci, whose family sigil is devouring a child. It's a serpent devouring a child. It's a crest. You know, Bill Gates did some stuff in India that people will never forget, too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, Ashton Kushner. Now we're getting back into the... So, everybody who follows my page, if you're finally getting to this episode, well done. You made it this far. Um, Ashton Kushner, if you want to go after Tim Ballard, let's first look at the names of their programs. Um, OUR, he dropped that, Tim Ballard, and he ended up joining this new thing called the Spear Fund. Ashton Kushner decided to create an anti-trafficking thing as well called the Thorn Fund. Crown of Thorns, spear in the side. <clears throat> Very interesting. It's like you're mocking Christ. Especially and phallic. Ash- yes. And you're mocking Christ with the Ashkenazi aspect of the crucifixion. Dead. The dead thing. The thing that made him die. That's what you're focusing on by calling your stuff this. It's like, oh, no. It just it's like, Why would you name it that? Why can't you call it some other, like, you know, saving humanity or something, you know, something more pleasant? It has to be something pricking, pointing, and two instruments that were part of the crucifixion. Um, again, some people were denying the Tim Ballard tie, saying it was photoshopped or it's just from Macy's. This is taken from his page, certified checkmark. Decided to take that just for folks. You zoom in, you'll so, find that is a Masonic tie. He is also tied with the Mormons, and there is a lot yes. of um, controversy saying that he has the second anointing. And if you have the second anointing in the LDS church, mm-hmm. then you can do anything you want and still go to heaven. It doesn't matter anymore. Once you get the second anointing, you're, you're yeah, you can't. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yep. No. You no. can do everything you want. This was taken when he was down in South America. You scroll down enough, you'll find it on his page. But again, he worked for... Homeland Security, turn at a certain mm-hmm. angle. It still has all the three letters of IHS, which is a Jesuit organization. Basically, CIA is a Jesuit branch of society. So when they were offing um, <laughs> Mr. JFK, they all had very close ties. Mossad, which is known as Israeli Intelligence Secret Service, a.k.a. ISIS. Yeah. So frame job, frame job. We created Al Qaeda. We the Israel created Hamas. So every time they're saying, "Oh, so basically you're telling me everything with the war on terror, we created all of them." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So at a certain point, yeah, you're gonna get resistance. Like, well, no, you're wrong about Mr. Tim Ballard. Those photos couldn't possibly mean that he's <laughs> on the Afghanistan World Foundation with Dr. Henry Kissinger and Senator Dianne Feinstein. You can find him there on the board of directors. Uh, Mr. Kissinger has since kicked the bucket. Good riddance. Um, you could find him over here attending Bohemian Grove, again with the Owl of Minerva. 
and you see him there several times in regular attendance. So not a very good guy. You look up a couple other people, I believe. Um, what's the name of that actor? Scientology. He's very, oh, Tom Cruise. I have not watched any of the Mission Impossible movies or Top Gun. So, uh, really? He, you never. Nope. Not even the sequel. So he was in. He was in uh, the new one of the new Mummy movies too, which was, in my opinion, very occult. I didn't, so, I didn't watch it. It was breaking my heart. I'm like, you can't place my Brendan Fraser, man. No, that's one of my favorite movies as a kid. But you know, I loved it more than Indiana Jones. Don't oh, me, me too. Me too. <laughs> um, Henry Kissinger can rest in shit. <laughs> yeah, or wherever you would like him to be. Mm. Odds are he's not going to be in the place that you would like him to be. Um, if people were favorable of him. Um, what's this guy from Newsmax? Uh forgetting his name uh, kelly great kelly he he said he, he was his mentor on instagram i'm like all right unfollowing oh geez because <laughs> i usually respect reporters i don't go after oh you're on my the republican side your liberal side i usually follow is like if you're able to apply life story context and build up i can kind of respect your platform more so you find if you have these kind of things we're done that's it mm-hmm. you just lost all credibility but anyways he connects to united nations and as you can see here He's connected to the former Israeli PM, Golda Meir, and President Nixon. We all know that guy is not a very good dude. Um, But here's a quote from Kissinger. Today, America would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told that they were um, there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or uh, promulgated. That threatened our very existence. It is then that all the peoples of the world will plead to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will willfully relinquish uh, for the guarantee of their well-being uh, granted to them by the world government. That's Dr. Henry Kissinger. If you refer to the January 16th article by former Israeli PM, a.k.a. the father of the state of Zion, not uh, the Zionism ideology, uh, Ben-Gurion, he was stating that the UN is basically an Israeli thing. They're going to use that as Israel, as the capital of the world. Um, I think that was Look Magazine. I just did a recent post on it. But yeah, they even admitted it then. Um, And then what I'm thinking they're going to do with Project Bluebeam, just as another Mm -hmm. sidebar thing, they're going to keep building it up, building it up like the thing in Miami Mall. Yeah. It's probably not going to go down till 28, 29 is my summation. Um, I think things are going to start kicking off for the seven years. Tribulation is possibly within 25. Because they're saying that Christ's return, the Essenes, the guy that's predicted Christ's birth was um, exactly 2000 years ago from 2032. Don't know the day or hour. It never says we can't know the year or month. And a lot of stuff's supposed to happen in 25 around the feast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in the world, 2025? Yeah. 2025, yeah, it's supposed start. to be. This is so supposed you're... to be the year of Revelation, and 2025 is the first year of, of opening it up. Yeah. You're saying that we're going to see some seals being broken next mm-hmm. year. Again, somebody just gets sworn into office. Oh, okay. What happens to have a variation of Nimrod's son's name? Happens to love the great a lot of deception. The great yeah. deception. And by the time he's done, it'll be 28. You call martial law? 
Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but again, I'm finding it very odd. Like I said, his first name, his last name. Uh, I'm, as you'll see a clip I'm going to be playing here. It's going to connect to Q. So just keep that in mind, folks. Oh. Oh, the favorite. Really opened my eyes. I wasn't accepted to the seminar, but I sent in. I think he left me in because I was German, and uh, I did one. Did your sound cut off? Sorry, can you not hear it? It went off for just a second. I think you need to back it up like a minute. Yeah, right. There we go. There we go. Which has been dueled until today. And, you know, Henry has been several times in Davos. I met for the first time Henry Kissinger. And I met, that's the candidate. I met Henry Kissinger. And Henry Kissinger changed my life because he evoked my interest for political issues. So without having been here um, and having spent this year here, I wouldn't be what I am. I have met practically every leader in the last 40 years. And uh, there were only three or four leaders who really made a lasting impression on me yeah. And also one was my teacher at Harvard 50 years ago, Professor Henry Kissinger. I'm delighted to see you, Dr. Kissinger, on the screen. And for me, it's a very moving moment. Thank you so much for making yourself available to discuss with the audience here in Davos, with which you are quite uh, familiar. I think that uh, President Pete's voice of fundamentals is laid out concept for global debate in the construction of an international world of how we can really create, I would say, a new world. I feel that we should be very grateful to you, Henry. I would like to thank you very much. I would like to thank you personally also for the 50-year-long mentorship and uh, all the advice you have given. Thank you. And we appreciate it very much. Please join me. Thank you very much. Henry Kissinger has been a friend of mine. I've liked him, I've respected him, but we've been friends for a long time, long before my emergence in the world of politics, which has not been too long. But we have been. Uh, really, I guess you'd say the New York scene a little bit, but we got to know each other very well. He's a man I have great, great respect for. He's also somebody, usually I say, have you ever been in the Oval Office? And with Henry Kissinger, I didn't bother asking that uh, question because he has been in this office many, many times. But it's an honor to have Dr. Kissinger with us, uh, a man of immense talent and experience and knowledge and uh, i'm going to talk to him for a while and we're going to learn a lot but i can say from a world standpoint and with many of the countries that henry and i would talk about before the election because i would talk with henry before the election 
Uh, we've made a lot of progress with many of them. We have some outstanding, and we'll handle that as we have to handle it. But we've made a lot of progress in the Middle East uh, with ISIS uh, and so many other things. It's a much calmer place. But uh, Henry, I say it often, I inherited a mess, but we're fixing it. So you may want to say something. And thank you for being here. Thank you very much. So, case in point, I'm just showing that there was a connection with Trump prior um, to the, what, 2020 visit when he went to the World Economic mm -hmm. Forum. Everybody's like, oh, just a one-time thing because he's against all of them and he was, you know, making a speech that we hearing it. Okay. Well, that mm -hmm. was anyways yeah. the Trump White House Archives, October 17th, 2017. You guys can confirm it yourself. You saw that in the little corner. That was the White House segment. He was Kushner's lead advisor with what to do in the Middle East and I believe with Russia. Um, Kissinger was. And we have here Ivanka Trump, a young global yeah. leader. World Economic Forum. This was March 7th, 2022, White House Archives. Again, you want to go to Brave Browser? You'll find over here that she was honored with a young global leader um, by the World Economic Forum in 2015. This is a year before he made it into the White House. So the family has already been very tight with rubbing shoulders. And I believe at the same time, Mark Zuckerberg was also on that same board, along with Elon Musk. So when you're hearing, oh, Trump's being censored. And, mm. Well, actually, what happened after Trump got taken off? Who became the next most popular thing in conservative circles? Elon Musk. Yep. There's a reason they're doing that for us. There's a psychological reason they want us to focus on priorities and celebrities that they're going to be prompting up for us and wanting us to worship. X, that's Osiris, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Nimrod, a.k.a. Cernonus, which if you listen to the Cryptid Warfare podcast that I did, Cernonus is the god of the underworld. So X, you wanting to worship Nimrod's system, D disease X, the second pandemic that they have planned for us. Yep. So... They're giving us little signals of what's going on. Um, this is one. Every time I type his name into Instagram, they immediately delete it or I can't talk for 24 hours. Kimball <laughs> Musk. Elon Musk's little brother. Take that. Podcast world. You're welcome. He is on the World Economic Forum. I screenshotted that for you. Look what he's into. Um, but he is also on the board. So don't well, think his mom. Is... Yeah. Oh, and his yeah. mom is another whole thing. She's a nut. And again, here he is wearing the Novus Ordo Seclorum New World mm -hmm. Order jacket at the Met Gala. And the Met Gala, uh, I believe it was 2021. And had, his Baphomet costume. And... They had the maps as the rug. The maps mm -hmm. logo, flag. They had that as the rug coloring. Very disgusting.
Can't buy or sell. Sounds very familiar to the uh, was he's trying to create like a Bitcoin for Twitter social credit social yeah. credit score. <clears throat> and he's also pro-abortion. I think one of his kids are a cisgender whatever thing. And um, what was the other one? He is pro freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. Sounds like censorship, folks. So there you go, Republicans. I just took down one, two of your heroes. Here we go. <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> my chip program. So when the Sound of Freedom movie was coming out, everybody's like, well, I heard one lady say that she was thinking of doing a chip program so they can keep track of your kids. So if they steal them, you know how they have the tracking things on cell phones so you can find out where your, your loved ones all are? They have apps for that. Well, now what if we put chips into people so we can find and tra track them down? We can lower crime. This That's is the problem, not the pedophiles. Mm -hmm. We can find them because we are the pedophiles. That's Correct. what we're doing. We'll get the slaves to do that and panic, whereas we're actually doing the real stuff. We can select it from the hospital to say your baby died. Mm -hmm. and then, Chipping you know, the kids is the solution. Yeah. Not apprehending pedophiles. Mm -hmm. And who showed it on Twitter for free? Mm. Elon Musk. Isn't that very considerate of you, Mr. Musk? Everybody mm -hmm. loves you, and Trump even reviewed the movie. That means it's got to be good. You look up Jim Cassavetes or whatever his face is. Why did he have always a one-eyed Jesus? Because in the occult, that is Tammuz. His symbol is the eyes. You look up the... Uh, What's his name? The logo for uh SpaceX. Oh, the director, Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson. Yes, yeah. Jesuit co college graduate. But you look up the logo for his company, it's the one eye, Tamuz. The Horus, one eye. Um, like I said, the SpaceX the is the Baphomet. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, yes. They're Her all Her hermaphrodite, Hermes, mm -hmm. pansexual, pandemonium pandemic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah all going back to a goat separate the sheep from the goats matthew 24 32 you're yes. celebrating the world's ideology of justice and morals or you're going to be following the creator's standards and stand you know if you're standing by the creator's <laughs> standards or trying to uphold it in society people are going to start throwing stones at you that's when you know you're standing with christ if they're not doing that I yeah. question your faith or your they, they will they will come after us just like they came after him we will suffer like he has suffered mm -hmm. you know right. what i got to say about that sticks and stones motherfucker mm -hmm. sticks yeah. and stones. <laughs> i go to heaven yep mm -hmm. um so anyways ruthless you can find this as a book or just you can go you can go liberal you can go right most articles are going to tell you about right home not a good dude Basically, was the guy that gave Trump the format of that they can accuse you of anything. Just you know, totally flip the narrative. He was his father's lawyer. Was very quite good at his job. He was Senator McCarthy, which you'll find in the book Bloody Zion. I did an expert reading of his speech from October, uh, nineteen fifty-six, and by May he was dead. It was a disease that was not very lethal, statistically speaking. And he died in the same hospital of, the, of a guy, one of his colleagues that was calling out the same thing that allegedly committed suicide by falling out of the hospital window <laughs> with a rope around his neck. Right. Very yeah. stupid way to try to kill yourself. He's trying anyway, to hang um, on. 
But he basically was trying to call out Zionists, but he didn't want to use any anti-Semitic terms. So he says, you know what? I'll be smart. I'll get myself a Jewish lawyer. I'll have him in my corner. And that way, no, he can even point fingers at me because I'm literally the guy having represent me for all his legal stuff is going to be. Well, needless to say, Cohn backstabbed him. <laughs> didn't really help him much at all. And uh, he was also the lawyer for, again, the Russian-Israeli connection. There was an Israeli couple with the Vanoa secrets. You can find a book on that. And they were basically taking nuclear secrets or missile defense system stuff and shipping it to Russia. This was an Israeli couple. Roy Cohn was the lawyer for this whole thing that went down, and he ended up making them get off scot-free. Also had connections to the uh, arms dealer, uh, Ash Ashkagi, uh, Mr. K, Kashagi, Kashagi, Kashagi. Mm -hmm. um, he had ties with him prior to Epstein. This guy was so important in Trump's life, he would get calls from him or call him about four to five times a day. That is how tight they were. Hmm. So when you find out that this guy has connections to Trump, it's just another guy on the check bark blicks of like, you're hanging out with a lot of people with this ilk reputation of what they do behind closed doors. Um, and what's her face? Barbara Walters was the link between Kissinger and Roy Cohn. She's also the girl that on The View, was it one of the kids, uh, he, he was one of the twins, um, Rory, I think his name was. Anyways, he was calling out the industry, saying what some of the directors and whatnot were doing to him behind the scenes. He says, you're ruining an entire industry. <laughs> you're talking about Hollywood or were you talking about, yeah, it was a very creepy, weird statement of deflection, but it was kind of like, oh, so yeah, she definitely has no what's going on in the um, industry. So yeah, Roy Cohn, you can find that in uh, the book, both Bloody Zion and One Nation Under Blackmail, uh, Volume 2, Whitney Webb. Now, everybody's talking about Russell. Why aren't you talking about what's going on in Palestine? Mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's expose Russell here. Allow me to introduce Klaus Schwab's top advisor, Professor Yuval Harari. And he states, humans are now hackable animals. The whole idea... That humans have this soul or spirit and nobody knows what's happening inside of them and they have free will and that's over. And here he is, Russell Brand, kissing. He's literally terrifying. Klaus Schwab's <laughs> top advisor on the cheek while holding his book. He looks like a living pustule. He's so, he his like stuff is so scary. like a boil on my ass. <laughs> Look like a zit with, uh, with he looks like a human pimple. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, like little poindexter ass motherfuckers like this. That's what Warren Jeffs looked like, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Very yep. similar. Little skinny, scrawny, yep. shitty little guys. Anybody want to guess his nationality? Oh, I'm sure he's some kind of religion? Middle Eastern. Harari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Arabic. Starts with a J. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Got it's it. from there. Yes. Again, he's not in the club. Well, the Mixer, <laughs> the Masonic Secret Society does the one it's the bow with silence pose. He does <laughs> the 666. When you put it up to the eye, especially, or, you know, up to that region of yep. the face, means divine king or divine man, which means we become our own God. So the lie in the Garden of Eden is still what the occult worships and celebrates today. I'll be doing more with Heidi on this. 
I apologize, Heidi, because we're going to be covering a lot okay. of the same stuff. But people that's who all right. Know, that might be the one episode they get introduced. We got to get this out. Yeah, we got to yeah. get this out. He's got the one eye on his arm. And again, the symbol of Tammuz. You can look it up. It's affiliated with June. Visions. All-seeing eye. Third eye. Pineal gland. Whatever you want to call it, this is what they believe. And 33. So mm-hmm. he says that's because it's supposed to remind me of Christ. It's like, well, what's your thoughts on Mount Hermon, Mr. Brand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to talk about it's on the 33rd parallel where, you know, the fallen angels came down, had affairs with the daughters of men upon Mount Hermon. Hermes stems from Mount Hermon. That's what yeah. they're looking for in all those and DNA this is the tests. Stuff that Nimrod's son translated was the the wisdom, alchemy knowledge that the Fallen Watchers gave. He's the one that translated it and taught us cuneiform, taught us astrology, taught us all this stuff. Sun god worship. That's where it all stems to. Well, and it comes and, down to the 33 yeah. degree parallel. His Julia, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's in the blood. This yeah. all goes back to the blood that's the the whole DNA thing, the whole like every they have to know they're not looking for what we don't have. They're looking for what we have. They're looking yeah. for some people what they have because they have tainted this stuff. And if you've listened to Matt's work, which I know you have, Julia, I don't know about Brandon, but the Cabbage Babies, the Orphan Trains, I did a lot of work on this. I'm telling you, they tainted humanity and the one thing that worries me about the tunnels which i know we're going to get into is this what is the one thing that could be integrated into a society with it no zero questions and full empathy a child Mm -hmm. and they're not going to ask they're not going to ask where it came from or how it was made or what it is or where its parents are they're not going to ask and i'm not saying that's the case for all but guess what how easy would it be to have an entire generation of jabbed yep. up people having yep. babies with this stuff in their DNA? Well, exactly. As I did on Cryptid, this, I'm actually going to be doing this with Heidi and Janet. I'm just going to connect it all and make it more cohesive with the vaccine. But we have already Gen Z mm-hmm. or Will Z zombie. We're now in Generation Alpha. What would be the last one? Omega. Yeah. You shall be as gods whoa yeah and crowley crowley knows it they all know it these satanists the, the angels want to give their kids bodies back the giants yes. want to come back but they that's can't. right you gotta do they it have to robots. have a legal they have to have a legal um stake to come back and if they have yeah. children they have a legal stake everything is legal in heaven so they they have to have something that says i can do that if right. I well, have, it's even yeah. if you got the vaccine in you, you become a parasitical grid. So you're kind of like the Mr. Smith. I can go into anybody mm-hmm. that has this. So it's basically mm-hmm. saying a consent form. Yeah, you can possess me. Mark of the beast. You just changed your DNA. And as what's her face, the clip that I just shared, it changed the third helix. So we went from you have the design or the watermark of your creator to injecting this star element stuff into your veins that now you have 666. Well, and some of them, some of them had to be kept, not all, at the sub-zero temperatures. And if you go back, back, back to the 80s where they spoke about the angel, like the, they didn't say they were angels, the AI box that it was yeah. kept in. It, He said it has a heartbeat and we have to keep it at sub-zero temperatures. I found that very interesting, but. Well, now we got all these little black things and they move. They move. Like yes. with Stu Peter's cover. They were moving on the glass. I'm like, that's Okay. 
okay, I'm done. Out. Yep. <laughs> um, anyways, you got Anton LaVey. This was on the Joe Pine mm-hmm. show um, doing the Hail Satan. So when people are saying, oh, that just means rock on. Esoteric, exoteric. What the plebes know, exoteric. Esoteric means Hail Satan. You can see um, Russell Brand also doing that here. So at a certain point. Called the Mano Cornudo, if you want to look it up, people. Yeah. And again, well, what's the one I think? Well, fun fact, fact, folks, I was doing some little digging. Faust, Faust. Uh, Deal with the Devil turns a man into a marionette in a live-action animated version of this classic tale from 1994. Bastian Barg and I. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if I did a slide here today, but Elon Musk was talking with Grimes. She wants to make a Bastian Bargain. Oh, I already made one with you being the first one on Mars, yada, yada. (laughs) Um, I see a lot of people doing it. Tom Hanks, Bruce Willis, uh, the Yanomi Park from turning point usa you see her doing that with a little photo there with her on the childhood doesn't matter what you put up to your eye it's just a symbolism one eye third eye divine man i can achieve my own godhood lucifer the show on netflix found it so important that they decided to put that into the advertising artwork of the show so again at a certain point folks why do they keep doing it well it's just Rebel. because the, the, the photographer. That wasn't scary or anything. You're talking about Lucifer. Something just fell. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, what's up, buddy? Don't creep yourself out, girl. Do I know you're scared of me. Come on. Out. Let me at you. They hate yes. my stuff. They hate my stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, that did get me, though. Yeah, here it is with Elon Musk. This is a conversation he had with Grimes. <laughs> what does he reply? You rang? <laughs> hmm. Sorry. Do I have it with his mom? His I mom do. is so ter- his yes. mom is terrifying. Yes, that she she's looking to hire someone VP of witchcraft and propaganda. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Ashenberg and I plus the six 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 divine king. Yep. Wow. So, folks, hate to burst your bubble. Bab Elon Musk is not your friend. <laughs> Good nickname. So we have Kushner on the one side. That's not Photoshop. That's him wearing a cap. It's Freemasonry. And he's also stating he has a connection to the Kabbalah. Now, this is all going to interconnect. I'm going to show how it does. Albert Pike has confirmed. I'm related to Albert Pike, by the way. He is a distant cousin of mine. Same thing with Pikes Peak, Colorado. Another Mason. Possibly he's trying to split the union with Aaron Burr, grandson of Jonathan <laughs> oh. Edwards. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of laughing because I think God kind of put it in my uh, 
DNA right in your quote, arena. Quote, <laughs> reverse everything that he did. He did the perverse version of making this kind of cool concept. And I'm over here going, no, 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 buddy. We don't worship Satan here. Yes. Um, right. But here, I'm just going to read the bottom paragraph, but he's just a little bit on the top, talking about how Lucifer considered as an angel of light. So the last paragraph, we have the doctrines of Freemasonry are influenced to a great extent by the Roman Catholic doctrine in history. In 1754, the first 25 degrees of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry was written by the Jesuits in the College of the Jesuits of Clermont in Paris for the purpose of restoring the power of the Masonic York Rite hierarchy known as the Order of Knights Templar. The Knights Templar was an organization founded in 1118 AD. The Templars received pactal sanction as a Catholic order, the Order for the Poor Knights of Christ. In 1128, and at the recognition, no, sorry, recon, as being recognized um, as the first Roman Catholic Crusaders, the Templars were known as the Militia of Christ. The Jewish character of the Catholic rites in Freemasonry cannot be understated. Albert Pike, he's going to make a connection, explains this secret to Masonry in the Doctrinal Bible of Freemasonry. From morals and dogma quote masonry is a search for light that leads directly back as you see to the kabbalah so you're running an anti-trafficking thing are you mr kushner you're doing all the symbolism you got the Masons. i literally just i have an episode that i'm working on about the knights templar yeah and they are not the good guys um, yeah they're not they were the originator think. of bankers and what happened so they'll throw this for your trivia so what happened is everybody's saying where does masonry come from yes it was originally stemmed from nimrod and his son tammuz and you know it was a little secret organization so basically when christ came along it was like holy crap this is kind of getting scary the traction of christ's followers we need to go underground we need to go covert eventually they created the catholic institution to weaponize that we can't lick them let's join them or let's pervert it um the knights templar basically is the formation of freemasonry is that they created this group they go down there they find um king solomon's ring signet you'll find this anywhere in any article mm -hmm. you want to find and they started spitting on crosses they started worshiping baphomet baphomet again as i stated nimrod son tammuz he has many variations very names but it all comes back to the symbolism aspects of every single time um caduceus staff is carried by thoth in egypt it's carried by hermes in greece it's baphomet's manhood if you want to keep again i've, mm -hmm. I've done visuals with heidi before you can see it it all connects back and so basically king philip of france goes yo pope are you seeing what i'm seeing this is blasphemous we need to get rid of them and so he begrudgingly gets rid of them on october friday the 13th and instead of being wiped out completely and or if at all, they went underground and formed a Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Mm -hmm. This is why President um, McKinley, he ended up becoming a Templar. This is why Alan West from Texas, the black guy, he ended up, uh, he, he's been dressed up as the Templar. And I was like, okay, that's just, I was liking you. You're quoting the Bible. And then all of a sudden I see this. I'm like, yeah. And Jonathan mm -hmm. Rumi from The Chosen, a.k.a. Jesus, is also a Knights Templar in france and he's buddies with russell brand so it really made me sad seeing all of that yeah is that talking again yep i oh yeah, yeah i hear something what up, dude thank you satan stop that 
<laughs> I'm telling um, you, I just had a bunch of stuff happen at my house. You guys laugh. <laughs> um. Anyways, going a little bit further into the Kabbalah, take, for example, the celebrated rabbi known throughout the Jewish religions of Gaon Elvimla. It is uh, thought, it was taught to the Kabbalah's doctrine that inside Judaism's vaunted tree of life, there resides a great sacred serpent whose masculine name is Leviathan and whose feminine name is Melkut. In the sacred serpent, the Kabbalah teaches that the coming messianic age shall rise from the abyss to conquer the Gentiles, um, God's chosen, uh, and exalt God's chosen, the Jews. This Leviathan, the holy and piercing serpent, is expected Messiah prophesied to appear, the one who will supernaturally possess the bodies of all the world's Jews and lead them to global domination and glory. This strange doctrine accepted by the vast majority of today's Orthodox rabbis also makes the bold claim that the Jews are a holy race of wise and virtuous serpent beings. Collectively, mm -hmm. world Jewry is claimed to be the very incarnation on earth of the holy serpent. Could this be what the true Messiah, the Lord of the universe, Jesus Christ, meant when he confronted the wicked Pharisaic Jews equivalent to today's Orthodox Jewry by flatly, flatly declaring, ye serpents, ye generations of vipers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In the Bible, and again, that's from Bloody Zion, a little snippet uh, paragraph there. But again, when you're understanding now the Kabbalah, they believe in the, the serpent. Again, when you find Hermes' name, it roughly translates translates to his divine highness um the master of eternal youth it's roughly what it eternal translates. youth yeah mm -hmm. and the way that you get you the way that you get that gift from him is to sacrifice innocent blood to him bingo bingo you basically come become reincarnated or become a god on the other side or the uh, join a belt on Orion, so aka stars of Hollywood, why is it a pentagram? Because you just joined a pantheon of gods or those who have this esoteric knowledge that the rest of the masses don't. Why is it shaped like a star from the Druids? Hollywood, it's connected to the Druid. Yeah, this is what they believe. And then there's the other side where you can become back as a reincarnated individual. So they, this goes all the way back to the Tower of Babel and the, and the Christmas tree and stuff like, oh, you're being reincarnated, man. It twisted fucks. Yes, but they believe this. They believe this so adamantly, and that's why they hate us, because we're literally going, uh, Christ proved you a counterfeit. What? He didn't regenerate. He didn't reincarnate. He came back in the flesh of something you've already seen. He died mm -hmm. on the symbol of Tammuz, the T, that was created in Persian, Babylonian region, not by Out the Romans. It was literally the, the, the classic line from Narnia, don't recite the dark magic to me, which I was there when it was written. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Just broke the spell. That's why the altar broke in two. That's why the, 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 the stone rolled away. This is very powerful metaphoric stuff that he's doing here. And by coming mm -hmm. back to life, he proved Nimrod and Tammuz and this whole occult stuff is like, that doesn't happen. Because I just proved that that doesn't happen. And mm -hmm. I raised like what, what 4,000, 5,000 people came back with him at the same time. So you get them talking to people and then telling. I saw him on the other side. I heard the other side screaming as he was coming back to life saying, what? I thought we got rid of you. What? What? Mm -hmm. You were in paradise, but at least we got you away from the population. Now you're going back? This is not part of the blueprints. Where did we go? And you get panic and hell. And you get panic 
from the Pharisees because this is not part of their Messiah that they yeah. want. This isn't their magic. This yes. is the magic like Moses's staff. That's what freaked them out so bad. Correct. And again, that goes all the way to the Druids and stuff like we grew, like we were yes. talking. Yes. But again, you got the little Kabbalah red bracelet. Some people are going to say yes. that's not... Well, there's friendship bracelets, and then you start <laughs> seeing it with a lot of individuals, including Ivanka Kushner, who's already admitted that he's in the club, as I've shown you, and lovely Leonardo DiCaprio, who we already know is part no of No surprise on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, yep. he's bought. Big time. Big time. Um, and Joe Rogan, very well said, like, oh, not all my influencers. Yes, even Mr. Rogan, as you see with all Anyone that's money, made more than $500,000 and is famous, you can guarantee it. Are not censored when they're telling the truth. Yeah, Unless that's their very, grandma that's died or something. Important. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm being censored to hell for stuff that I cover because mm -hmm. it's just like, I'm done swinging around at branches. Yep. Like, I see all these other pages like, oh, look, creepy 33. What does that mean? Huh? Me and Julia were talking means. about this because I got censored I'm, so yeah. bad. I'm like, I'm telling you what it means. I'm telling you where it originates. I'm proving that Mr. Billy Carson is a fraud and he's prepping everybody for Project Bluebeam that when these aliens return, it's going to be good for us. Or, you know, he, this is where he got his knowledge from. It's like, no, this is not an Enlightenment era. This is a bad thing. And we should not be worshiping this Hermes or Emerald tablets, you Mr. Dum Dum. I really do not like that man. Um, anyways, dumb, dumb. we're gonna call him that. <laughs> Mr. If dumb, you dumb. try to tell people voice. what's really going on, you will get canceled. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. I when I can have shows like this, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm, it's, it's like fighting the devil, and they just can't do anything about it except try to harass us. Anyways, yeah. but um, which they do. Mr. Rogan doing the hail Satan with who? grandson of anton levey the founder of the church of satan if you didn't like think oh he just means rock on why is he wearing a 666 shirt mm -hmm. who he's affiliated <laughs> with why is he wearing that shirt and why is he doing the uh mano cornuto mano cor yeah mano cornuto yes i pronounced it correctly i there didn't attest that i am not very bad at some words for pronunciation <laughs> but your content is very good so that doesn't even matter uh, I, think I'll I will say we may have to make this a part two yeah, that's usually what happens. Joining us tonight, Brandon and Heidi. I can't yes, wait to uh, meet up with you guys again. And uh, thanks to all the listeners out there. And we will catch you on the next one. They use that same. And I'm I'm forgetting the guy's name, but there's been a bunch of books written on him because he was a prolific cult leader um, for this cult of Cali or something like that. But um, in India. In India, yeah, you okay. should look into it. It's pretty crazy. But I was going to say, I don't know how many slides are left, but I will say we may have to make this a part two. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Joining us tonight, Brandon and Heidi. I can't yes, wait to uh, meet up with you guys again. And uh, thanks to all the listeners out there, and we will catch you on the next one. The Shriners are high-level Masons. I swore blood culling oats to Allah. So again, like, this is just a review for us. Everybody else has already seen this. But, you know, the red hat, it was dipped in Christian's blood. The sword was the one used for decapitation of said Christians. Um, so it's very interesting <laughs> that this is the sword that they use on the Trump Ooh. coin, connecting even further to my theory about QAnon and Noahide laws merging together. And what do we have on here? Well... We, of course, got the space rocket. And who invented Space Force? 
Yep. yep. Did yeah. you see did that, you that logo? logo? The Baphomet, Baphomet logo? I did a whole oh video on that. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to redo it. I, actually, I, I might do a podcast on that. Um, cause I have, yeah. I think I have enough material. It'll be, it'll be shorter from more, my usual ones, but I think it's enough just to get the, Oh, that's not cool. Um, but we, again, we have the rocket, the satellite, and then we have, uh, was it palm tree, grape tree looks like over there. We have vaccine for shots. Um, fun Jeez. fact folks to, to add on to the, um, <clears throat> where's my mug? Oh, there it is. I have a wonderful mm -hmm. mug, and now I can use it to show the, the Zion <laughs> people who call us um, Goyam, which is a Hebrew yeah. derogatory term meaning cattle. might be interested mm -hmm. to know that vaccine means to be of or from a cow. Oh, wow. And most people who are in charge of the distribution of that had dual citizenship with the same country as the tunnels, Epstein and uh, Kazaria. So, Ooh. just throwing that trivia out there, and it's ironic that they put this on the corona, member meaning crown, yeah. um, on this sword. And then you'll also know on the upper top that we have Saturn. Saturn is always affiliated with Nimrod. It's at mm -hmm. the top, you notice, and a star. Star, it's a pentagram. Granted, it doesn't look like it just looks like a star. Yeah, well, it has five points, so therefore a pentagram star. So that would be okay. Semiramis, and that would be Saturn. And you'll notice the Saturn ring. Uh, was it AAA? You'll notice it with AT&T. If you see like a ring logo or half a logo, that's what that represents. It's a nod towards Nimrod. Um, and then you notice, as I explained on the Missin podcast, so again, I'm forgetting who I say what to, so it's good to refresh. <laughs> That the dove represents peace, deliverance. That was also what Jonah's name meant, trivia folks, with an olive branch in his mouth. So, again, all of this on a coin to commemorate the moving of the capital of Jerusalem, of Israel to Jerusalem with Trump. Over to the Denver airport, and what do we see in his hand, Heidi? That this guy, even though he looks like he's dressed like a Russian with a gas mask on, very menacing looking, he's carrying a scimitar sword. What's he slaying? A dove. Oh. So that means a dove needs to fall. And remember, what did they call Trump in the video we just watched? He is Jerusalem's prince. Oh. To the sky he will reach. And again, what did we see on the coin? We see the oh. right next to the dove. You look on the 2024 Economics Magazine, upper right, this year, I believe, or it was the very end of last. You have Netanyahu on the upper right, and then you have Trump's shadow figure in the background with a dove right next to him. Persecuted Messiah, once again, a nod towards being. Wow. <laughs> um, but you notice the dove is falling. What is he slaying him from? You notice the rainbow in the sky? Uh -huh. destroying of a promise, the LGBT community, there's uh -huh. a war, famine, bombing. What do we note on the cap of this individual? It is a falcon and or eagle. Again, a nod towards Horus on top of the head, located where? Pineal gland. If you already watched my uh -huh. episode with Heidi, this will make a lot of sense. You just go ding, ding, ding. This is at the Denver airport, folks. With all those other creepy images and whatnot that you see, this is just something that's very, very interesting that the dove needs to fall and war is going to happen or war is about to happen because the next image looks like a little kid and he's dressed in a little German outfit. And again, Trump has a German background. 
First time we see a dove is with Noah. Second time with Christ being baptized, coming down, breaking the firmament. Why? Because uh -huh. Christ being born, going into the water, and then coming up is now saying any but my followers can pass through that realm. This is the deliverer. What are we seeing here? The doves being slain. Again, mm. Masonic nod and a parody of Christ by who? Christ Pagan Doppelganger. Anyways, yes. Again, I, when Misson was hearing that, you guys saw him going, This is <laughs> It's a pretty. And again, what was in the branch? Where does Christ get caught? Lots of olives get semony, oil press olive. It's a very good podcast, folks. It's, it's really going to convict you on what Holy Spirit um, spiritual warfare is. But anyways, um, a lot of this, I feel bad because I think I've already shown this to Heidi a dozen or more so times. Canaanites, which um, cannibal stems from this. So you see on the upper right, cannibalism. Anyways, uh, Canaanites, cannibalism, uh, Baal, Baal. What is the significance of that? Well, giants, as we already know, and a lot of mythology. Um are known for being cannibalistic with each other. Again, that's part of the reason I had somebody, I think it was Moonday, Monday, Moonday. Anyways, he was getting on my case saying, oh, when you're talking about uh, Enoch 6, you're saying like it was their fault. And it's Genesis 6 is very clear that that was man's sin. You need to be careful how you word that. Word count is a thing too. What were they influenced by? So the sin didn't get going until we started saying, you'll know the difference between good and evil. Why? Because they breached a contract. <laughs> they allowed for that to open up a port. A, but think of it as a spiritual portal of like now you're susceptible to this. Your kids could be just susceptible for this. And what sure enough happened is likely Cain offered up his daughters atop Mount Hermon. Um, Baal would be the equivalent of Nimrod's son. And he's the one that translated all this apostasy religion and stuff. Like, this is where the falling away starts happening, folks. So if we don't understand the trajectory blocks on their religion, we're not going to understand how we're supposed to counteract that with ours. So people want to blame the Jesuits, they want to blame the Zionists, they want to, you know, we need to understand what what is their history, lineage, and timeline, because that's sacred to them. So we need to understand what our spiritual battle is as well. So again, Baal, cannibalism, uh, why would you offer up a kid? Because a kid, a young kid would basically, as, as near as I can piece together, is sacrificing a little kid or having a child's blood is going to give longevity to your life and the afterlife so you can achieve godhood or immortality, just like Nimrod. That's basically what I pieced together is why they would have to institute this kind of worship or whatnot. Nowadays, we have like abortion and stuff like that. It's just like we want to end your life because we want to bring our kids back. So there you go, folks. There's a um, certified, I'm not cuckoo. And what did I yep. show, I think, on our last show with the Baphomet, yep. um, the Caduceus staff being on the, the the abortion clinic for the Church of Satan one that they just opened yes. up? What is Baphomet? That's equivalent of Nimrod's son, a.k.a. Thoth, a.k.a. Hermes. You'll always find the same thing being carried. It's the same th logo you'll find every time you go to a hospital or see 9-11. I'll be going to be doing that episode with you and Janet, so I'm not going to give spoilers. Yes. But because um, due to my birth father, he was, he was manipulating my mother. And when they did the home invasion, she was like seven months pregnant with me at the time. So she was very immobile. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was threatening, saying, like, if you don't do this, then I can cut the kid out of you or I'll kill it the minute it's born. Stuff like that. Oh. So I'm very sensitive 
when I'm hearing that topic. So I said, well, you may think, oh, yeah, but it was like, my dad wanted to kill me before I was even mm. born. As I did, wow. I resonate with that topic. So I don't want to hear people like that's if your dad wants to kill you and he's the one that helped bring life. That's just something mm-hmm. that just gets you in the heart where you're like, this is sick. Believe in this concept or they, they think they can violate children to bring into context of what we're talking about yes. like after that <laughs> it makes me sick I'm seeing blood-stained mattresses being brought out from a tunnel i'm telling you it is a dark world out there and i'm see- i was seeing so many comments being like oh. it's like yeah you've been listening to prager you and all these other stupid stuff you're not listening to these kind of podcasts or i'm going mm-hmm. to expose it to you you see the connection by the book you know books um but you just wrote down the names prior head of the program here I'm going to try to see if I can interview him. I would love to. Um, him and Viola are two guys I really want to chat with because um, they really helped to get the ball rolling for me. But anyways, Baal worship. Now you see where that's originating from. Jesuits come from crypto Jews. Um, you can find that in the book that I recommended earlier, uh, Solving the Mystery of Babylon the Great, Edward Hendry. Um, and you'll find out how that connects to Zionists. Basically, um, the other book I was just talking about earlier, guys, when I invest money, I'm saying 96 bucks. <laughs> that was all from donations of fans. But the stuff I was reading, I said, well, that's connecting to another Roman emperor that I don't hear too much about. I'm very vaguely familiar with him, but I was I like how he connects to a lot of this stuff. I had to buy it because I don't want to just sound like I'm an idiot when talking. So if you can support, appreciate it with Patreon and or um, Cash App. But yeah, uh, that book that I bought was giving me the connection of when the Zionists infiltrated the Catholic Church or created the Catholic Church for a good portion. Um, Of course, they have stooges. They have people that get in there and they're like, well, you know, I think there was one pope that got in and within 33 days later, they offed him. Somewhere in the early 1800s, they wrote some signs saying that he's going to die on such and such date. And sure as shooting, he did. They 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 troll within their own Vatican, and Jesuits also have a connection with offing Lincoln, as we discussed before. Um, mm-hmm. They are just as much as in tight with Masons. Again, um, when you're reading the book God's Bankers by Gerald Posner, you'll see it's a very frenemies alliance. One generation will be like, "We're really tight," or "We're just going to be okay." We're going to shake hands on this one, and then the next, it's like, "No." And as of this time. They're as tight as they can get behind closed doors, folks. And that's all by design. So you see how it's separated. And now at what's the bottom? It's all coming together. together. And who's who's bringing that? The one, the, the, the serpent from the abyss that we just talked about when they connect to their episode. When they, it's coming up from the abyss. He's uniting it all into becoming one. What is the one? The G. You're the, the sovereign being. Who is that sovereign being? That would be Nimrod's son, uh, Tammuz. Even though you see it's going to say Gareel. I'm just trying to connect it all for you folks. Probably son of perdition is going to be the guy that thought himself as Satan's avatar, Tammuz. Uh, Khazars, the second beast spoken of in Revelation with Judaism, the synagogue of Satan. Um, and then the Romans, the first beast of Revelations, a.k.a. the Vatican. Or as I like to call the Whore of Babylon. I just lost, I think, six followers today for a video I posted because I went after Catholicism. <laughs> and it's okay. I understand that you're misled. Um Kabbalah, like I just explained, how that connects down this side. The Templars, how it connects over here. So you have the Templars equivalent, basically, or the Gentile. We'll allow you in as long as you keep following with what we're doing. And then you have the Judaic aspect. It's going on all over here. This is why you get the IRS, and this is why you get what I just showed earlier with the logo. And uh, on top of the um, 
Israeli Supreme Court on the other side with the all-seeing eye. It's just gradually merging all together. So, again, uh, the Bavarian Illuminati. <sighs> Who's the name of the guy? I have, like, five of Myron Fagan, 1967 speech. I'm gonna, and I'm going to be showing that towards the end. I think you can find it on Bishoot. Uh, sometimes you even type it into YouTube, uh, Facebook. And just type in Myron Fagan, and some people will be generous enough to share a good portion of that clip and add slides. His whole speech is explaining the Bavarian Revolution, uh, the Masons, how this, the trajectory, how they were almost exposed, and how it connects to Rothschild, Soros, and the um, perpetrating of World War Three. So it's a very good thing. The only thing I, I kind of chuckled on, and I, it's like everybody always comes along down the line. He was trying to explain how Lincoln kind of was wary that the Rothschilds were trying to do something, so he was trying to create the greenback. And for folks, they're always saying every president is selected. I hate to say it, but there's something with Lincoln where they did not want him. There was like four or five other candidates, and he got in through the skin of his teeth. Texas didn't even have him on the ballot. His own family didn't even vote for him, and yet somehow he got in. And I can bring you quote after quote after quote if you're reading um, Solving Mystery of Babylon the Great or Rome's Responsibility for Assassination of Abraham Lincoln or just watch it all on the podcast I did a far out with Faust, episode 99. And I filled in the blank where he was saying there was a secret society and they often blah, blah, blah. And he wasn't too much into depths, but that episode will mm. fill in that little blank and it'll be like, oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> ended Lincoln's administration was former Mason and he literally stated, I am the last president of the United States. So I think they thought they almost had the U.S. <laughs> and then the guy that came in after him, Johnson, was very tight with Albert Pike and, was, and also another Mason. So mm. there you go, folks. Um, again. If you don't believe me, let's get some quotes. Um, let's actually start with the one from Rabbi um, Isaac Wise, the Israelite of America. March 8, 1866, Masonry is a Jewish institution whose history, degrees, charges, passwords, and explanations are Jewish from beginning to end. And then you have 1936, the influence of the Jewish Sanhedrin um, is today more powerful than ever in Freemasonry. And Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, Philadelphia, 1906. Each lodge is and must be a symbol of the Jewish temple. Each master is the chair and the representative of the Jewish king, and every mason a personification of the Jewish workman. And then uh, the bottom here, we got the Jewish uh, Tribune, New York, October 28, 1927. Masonry is based on Judaism, eliminate the teachings of Judaism, and what is left, the Masonic ritual. Um, sorry, and, and that is what is left. It's not just me. Saying that Masonry, blah, blah. so when you're going after Zionism, you're going after Freemasons. That's why I'm trying, if I could, is wake up a lot of Muslims. Because if you start understanding what Masonry is, you start understanding uh, what Catholicism really is. You start understanding how they created your whole religion, why they wow. hate your guts so much, and why one rabbi called Islam the broom of Israel. Go in, and then they're going to come up and be your cleanup crew because they, they created you, and now they're taking you away. We give it life, we take it away. That's kind of their sick mentality that they're coming across with. And they like to blame it on everybody else, and anybody comes after us, you're anti-Shema. It's a topic. I can't wait to get one person where this goes smoothly. It's spiritual warfare, folks. Uh, wow! Uh, you there? It literally, it literally removed me from the stage. Right when we're talking about it. I'm like, I just missed the rapture. Um, <laughs> I was wrong. I'm sorry. I repent. Everybody. 
anyways, what this slide says, before we get to the one that Heidi is on, um, she's getting ahead of the class. The U.S. Yeah. House of Representatives passed a resolution equating anti-Zionism with anti-Semitism. A 412 yes minus one no from Repu Republican Kentucky Thomas Macy and minus one present um, Democrat Rashidita Talib Talib tells you a lot folks mm -hmm. didn't think our country was bought it's like uh, well they either don't know the definition of Zionism and what's going on underground tunnels or they're bought slide saying is just showing a more visual from business insider that I'm not just making this up and that was published on November 28th uh, 2023 by Brian Metzger so this was already last year so I'm assuming this is probably going to kick in and then the next six to eight months as policy, and then they're probably could start taking down people that go up against anti-Zionism. And mm. PragerU and Daily Wire will be the new champions of this is the official narrative, you stupid goyim. Go pick up your guns and fight for our country. In essence, and I think, what was it, 23, 28? Uh, congressmen have dual citizenship with Israel, and I think it was up to 12 to 14 to have senators that have dual citizenship with Israel. And in perspective, folks, let's say, oh, no, you're anti-Semitic. Okay, say that's not. Let's just say that was with France or Uganda or North Korea. Would you say it was okay? Any no. kind of position when you're supposed to be rep representing your constituents, not corporations and or other possible countries that might be having a special interest. interest that you should have dual citizenship and be in political power. That's basic politics 101, and if you think that's just anti-Semitic, well, <laughs> um, that's just, sorry, you get it. Um, <laughs> so now we're on the slide that you've been seeing. Um, for people that are still on the fence, if you've actually gotten this far and you're still not getting it, um, and you're Christian or evan evangelical, if after all of this you still believe that Israel is God's chosen people, then your Christianity has nothing to do with Christ. And I hate to tell you that. Once you watch the Missing podcast, it's either one, you already are halfway there, or you kind of knew a fair amount, you're, you're kind of where Heidi and I are at, or you're literally going to go, is this what I've been missing this whole time? That's how beautiful that, what I, what I relate to you, symbolism-wise, you are going to say, oh God, thank you, this is so beautiful, because now you understand the gift of what the Holy Spirit is. But again... Sleeping Bridesmaids. You had the book, the Holy Word, but you weren't understanding a lot of in-between-the-text aspects. But yeah, Theodore Herzl, the father of Zionism, was an atheist. So Christian Zionists accepting the doctrine from an atheist, let that sink in. I'm saying Darwin was actually somewhat right. The Garden of Eden is kind of a meh story. I think probably he created some monkeys and then eventually we evolved into man. That's basically what you're saying with... Yeah, there's a superior species, and they are known as God's people, and they are so you're basically now endorsing a superiority doctrine, which you're always going after Black Lives Matter as, oh, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. But now you're basically saying, oh, yes, the Jews are special, and therefore we must fight for them because they're God's chosen, <laughs> they're God's chosen people. Why are we picking up their guns, and why isn't God fighting for them? Hmm. Think on that for a moment. Um, and constantly, I think Peter was falling into some of the stuff where the Jew, they're trying to pull him back in with all the Jewish traditionalism, and Paul's going, ah, ah, no, 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 don't do that. Stop that, Peter. Mm -hmm. It's not necessary. Highly recommend, if you kind of want to examine a little bit more about that, I think it was the book by Frank Viola, um, The Untold Story of the New Testament, and he breaks it down, where it's like, it was almost 20 years from his ministry aspect, and I'm reading it in context and in time frame, and he writes it all down. You're just like, 
Oh, so <laughs> I've been missing out a lot of context here of what he was talking about. And when you start looking at it as like your little Bible devotional, it's like 140 pages, I think, but it's so well worth the buy. Mm. Um, anyways, another aspect of what is in Zionism doctrines and teachings, and I think I've already read this perhaps, I'm not sure if it was in this show, but again, good to refresh. What does the Talmud say? The chief authority of Judaism had to say about Jesus Christ, Balaam, a.k.a. Jesus, fornicated with a jackass, a.k.a. donkey, <laughs> Uh Jewish priests raised Balaam, a.k.a. Jesus, from the dead and punished him in boiling hot semen. What are you thinking about this, folks? So does that Okay, so even, even with the fact that it's semen, what is semen supposed to, supposed to represent life? So you're saying that the Son of God is supposed to be bringing born again a uh, new life. They're boiling him in hot semen to mock that aspect. So think about that. Mm. Think about the metaphor, what they're stating with that. Sometimes I have to really dumb it down for people. Um, she, who, who is a descendant of princes and governors, the Virgin Mary, played the harlot with a carpenter. So now you're calling Jesus' mother a whore and a harlot. Constantly, or not God, constantly saying to the Old Testament people, you, you, you stray from me, O Israel. What is the whole metaphor of why he had Hosea marry a prostitute was to demonstrate to the people saying, I still love you, but what this man is going through, knowing her testimony and reputation in the streets, he still loves her, the harlot. So again, the fact that they're reversing this again, they're now pointing it at God's son. Yeah, think mm -hmm. about that. Or if you're still the triune aspect and you haven't listened to the missing thing at the time you're done with that, <laughs> they're uh. saying God was is a descendant of whores. So if you want to go that aspect, I don't believe in that. But again, Jesus was lowered into a pit of dung up to his armpits. Mm. Then hard cloth was placed uh, within a soft one, wound around his neck, and two ends were pulled in opposite directions until he was dead. Boiling, strangling, they do not like Christ. And so when you're over here putting this little star on your profile picture, <laughs> pray for Israel is the sigil of Nimrod. That star is literally a middle finger to God. That we did was showing how many Church of Satan has it. The Islam mm -hmm. has it. Over in Hindu, they have it. They get the idea from. All yeah. the nations originally stemmed from so it represents the elements meaning we love this this earth and and our our ways more than god himself mm -hmm. so you putting that up or then mixing it with a cross oh goodness cross is representing of tammuz what <laughs> represents christ well, then why are you focusing on the death with that symbol yeah very yeah. catholic of you and considering nimrod's faith is very much a death cult of reincarnation uh and ascension aspects Think about it, folks. Really start thinking about those symbols because it means a lot to God. And if it doesn't mean a lot to you, I have to question if you're a Christian. Um, yeah, I just said that. To resurrect a whole graven image unto it. Not not with the body on there and all that. I think that's well, so that creepy. Too. That yeah. too. But I'm saying the T of the cross, when you fold it up, it's oh. a Kabbalah cube. So for them, it's a little bit of an ascension death thing. And it's also T to moose, uh -huh. put the cross on top Ew. of somebody's head. So it's basically a middle finger in essence on it. But what happened in the Chronicles of Narnia? I laughed at this one because they, for a Hollywood movie, they got this right. <laughs> it cracked. 
It cracked in half. The altar cracked in half. That's what that was. It was saying to Tammuz and all of Nimrod's, you know, beliefs in this death cult thing is, guys, guess what? I just came back. And all those people that you froze before and they were asleep and they didn't catch on to the lies, I redeemed them. Breathing on them. I brought new life into them. Just like I breathed into Adam. Oh, yeah, folks. Really powerful <laughs> metaphors. Don't recite the dark magic to me. I was there when it was written. I saw what you've been doing. And I put my son on that. I put skin in the game. And I reversed what you put that symbol up originally for. So, it's again wrong but when you start looking into some of this stuff metaphorically and the anthropology aspects you start going the metaphors are unreal with how cool god is I believe that his whole um they went from we're going to retaliate for hamas and they went to full-on genocidal uh attack if you didn't know uh palestine i think it was a 2.2 2.1 million individuals that live there i think they're up to like 30,000 death toll uh, one third of that is children. Uh, mm. Out of the 2.1 million individuals that live there, most of them are under the age of 15. So think about that. And this is Netanyahu showing the new middle, the new Israel or the new Middle East, with Israel being the center. There's no Palestine. Most of Saudi Arabia is conquered. Egypt, and I think is that Sudan below it, or uh, Libya? No, Libya is to the left. Um, but anyways, <laughs> this was shown on the 23rd of 2023 at the UN General Assembly. Within, what, 15 days without the 7th? The Iron Dome magically goes down. The response time for a country that's like a couple, what, maybe a couple thousand kilometers, a hundred, if that? They couldn't get their jets over. They couldn't get any response. This is a country that literally trains people to do this kind of stuff all the time. What is Mossad's logo? By the way of deception, thou shalt make war. Yeah. Think about that, folks. But anyways, the new guy that just replaced Senator uh, McCarthy, <laughs> Mark uh, Alfred, quotes, this is a representative from him, uh, a quote from him, Speaker has the heart of God and the mind of Christ. Let's send him more money. Let's bomb the crap out of it. What does Donald Trump say? Mm. If you spill a drop of American blood, we'll spill a gallon of yours. Wow, what a mm. champ. And then, you know, of course, uh, Bernie Sanders flip-flopping. Says Hamas has uh, got to go. Uh, newspaper, new House Speaker Mike Johnson, and he, an ev evangelical uh, Christian, holds ties with Israel's uh, far right. And you see him standing with the new House Speaker, and you see him standing with Netanyahu. So if you liked, uh, was this, is this uh, Jordan, Jim Jordan from Ohio? Oh, speaking of which. Where did that big oil spill happen with in uh, Palestine? Ohio? Yeah, that was definitely a ritual right there. And Netflix yeah. movie on that. I think it came out in 2017. Just They're always telling you, folks. Uh, this mm -hmm. next one's going to have video, so I'm not sure if it's going to play right away. If not, I'll just pause it. Awesome. Can you see the Zionist cycle? Um, let's fake a major attack. Again, 9-11. Who benefited the, mo benefited the most from that? Israel, because we went and demolished mm -hmm. everything. First things that we hit, mausoleums and museums. Mm. Does that not tell you anything, folks? That's the first things we secure going into a country? That should be a huge red flag. Um, 
gain the people's sympathy through exaggerated statistics, compare events to past atrocities, a.k.a. Holocaust 9-11, use this to justify an invasion of the enemy, total annihilation of an innocent enemy, and truth starts to come out, anti-Semitism rises. It continues. Hey, well, this was from a quote from Ohlone, uh something. This was mentioned in the book Bloody Zion. I highly recommend it. You'll find so many things. I have, I've done some um, audio shares. I'll probably be doing that soon um, once I start mine, which should be within a week or so, in theory. Um, <laughs> but this is a quote, and I was laughing when it popped up because when I shared it, it did very a lot of shadow banning. This is what she says about anti-Semitism. Often when there is dissent expressed in the United States against policies of the Israeli government, um, uh, people here are called anti-Semitic. What is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick. We always use it. When from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then they are anti-Semitic. And the organization is strong and has a lot of money. And the, the ties between Israel and the American Jewish establishment are very strong. And they are strong in this country. As you know, they have power, which... It's okay, they are talented people and they have power of money and uh, media and other things. And their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong. The identification. And they are not ready to hear criticism. And it's very easy to blame people who criticize certain acts of the Israeli government as anti-Semitics and to bring up the Holocaust and the suffering of the Jewish people. And that's, that justifies everything we do to the Palestinians. Do you hear all that? Some. some. Yes. No, it's some, very yeah. low. I, it came I, I tried through, my best, but the really audio low. really You're was good. like that. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. But she basically says it's a trick we always use. And that's if everybody wants to go after us, it's very easy for us to just switch the narrative and just you know just uh, we can justify any actions wow. the Israeli government takes against the you know against the Palestinians. Wow, that was her own quote. I think this was early two thousands, late nineties, when Whoa. this clip was taken. So, folks, when they're saying we've been under oppression for seventy years, they're not joking. This is like twenty years ago. So you're starting to see a consistent narrative that you're missing a side that Ben Shapiro and Mr. Prager you are not telling you. And it's not right that you're ignoring yes. the other side and just calling. I, I, I shared a clip the other day. The guy was going up to the rally and says, I'd like to add an additional quote. Kill more Palestinian children. Kill more children. Wow. You are saying it's okay to kill kids. <laughs> and I'm laughing because Students of Life was doing something like support Israel, then the next day they're like, oh, they're killing kids. And I'm like, so one side is a yeah. savage because they have kids, and every kid that's born is a terrorist. That's what you're telling me, that there's over 2,100,000 2, individuals in Palestine that are all terrorists, and they all deserve to get what they get, or the sins of the, the, the father falls on every single kid just because they're breathing, or you're basically saying that only white kids have the right to life. Which wow. one is it? Which one is it? Folks, do you see the hypocrisy? All life is sacred. That is the meaning of life. All life is sacred. And if they're potential heirs according to the promise, then why are you dropping bombs on them? 
Why aren't you going over there and witnessing to them? Why aren't you trying to understand where they're coming from? You can do it. But people aren't willing to invest. They'd rather drop a bomb than help them hand a Bible. You need to start examining if you're in the faith. Because I don't want to hear you when you get up there is, Lord, Lord, did we not drop bombs in your name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. It's a modern crusade from the sky. If it doesn't play or you don't see it, let me know. Yeah, and I got a little, uh, as you see, I got a little Ben Shapiro over here. <laughs> Never talks about the USS Liberty. If you guys didn't know about that, I think that was in 1966-67. Is Israel in unmarked planes. They attacked the USS Liberty because they were sailing too close and it's possible that they collected some intel about Mossad or whatnot. So Israel, retaliation, they decide, okay, let's get in some unmarked planes, attack them. We'll claim it was an accident. So the USS Liberty is making a, a, an SOS. They're saying, okay, I think it was a destroyer, so it was a smaller vessel, saying, we need help. There's a nearby U.S. carrier. We need, we need support. Um, we're getting bombarded. And so the guy who's the admiral on top of this uh, ship is saying, okay, I'm going to send some um, planes over there. We're going to fix this. He lets the, uh, the head of the um, Navy know. I think his name was um, Asmarera, Marara, something like that. And this is a guy under, I believe, Johnson. President Johnson, I think, was in charge at this time. I'd be getting it goofed up, but you can look it up or buy the book, Bloody Zion. He outlines it all right there, direct quotes. Makes the call, lets him know. He says, no, bring back the planes. He's like, <laughs> excuse me? He says, our guys are getting hit. He says, bring back the planes. He's like, okay. So brings back the planes. He's like, maybe it's because they have nuclear warheads on them. We're going to take those off, then go back and retaliate. So sends them back over, and he's, and he's lets them know. He says, I just sent them without the nuclear warheads. He says, no, just don't do that. Just stop. He's like, these are our guys. They're getting attacked. They need help right now. He says, are you sure you don't want me to do this? He says, yeah. He said, put me on with the president. The president even said, do not send any retaliation whatsoever. Hmm. And I think they killed up to like 200, 300 something guys. Wow. There's only a very small remnant of survivors. Um, some of the, uh, Far Out with Faust actually interviewed one of the guys. But guy yeah, folks, you want to look that up? That's something that Ben will never tell you. Never, ever tell you. Um, and this is a quote. Uh, up in a Canadian college conference, I think, is like a little um, forum. This is what she says to the students there. Say what? You want us to make you look good? That's not my job. Your job is to make us look good. Our job is not to make you look good, American Jews. What do you have to worry about? Your job is to make us look good. And here's how you do it. Every one of us has to serve three years in the army, two years in the army, some of us five years, and then for the rest of our lives, you have got to serve two or three years in the army of words. You've got to learn to fight the political battle, which is even more important at this point than the military battle that we are. We'll fight the military battle. We're not asking you necessarily to come and be lone soldiers, although some of you can. You've got to learn how to fight back on the campuses, how to make the arguments. Now, they keep shifting. You know, it, 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 the ground keeps shifting under us. They keep changing the language. Intersectionality wasn't even a word 10 years ago. Now, suddenly, it's intersectionality. You've got to stay on top of it. And you know how we train for the army? We don't train for defensive warfare. If the, if the war against Israel ever had to be fought on Israeli soil, do I have to tell you? It's, it's an impossibility. Armageddon. So it's the same thing. Don't let the war of words ever be fought about Israel's nature. 
Let it be fought about why you can't accept Israel, why you have to single out this tiny people. Try to find Israel on the map. It's hardly there. You know, we used to play this game, where's Waldo? You know, uh, you know there's, where is Waldo on the map? Are you going to really tell me that this is the country you want to blame? Push them. Teach them how to defend by attacking. Teach them really what one says as in fencing. You've got to do that. You've got to make demands on them. They've got to serve for three years in the army of words. Hey, you just heard what she says. That's just like basically saying to BLM, you need to make the white people feel bad for breathing because they put you in oppression. That's their, again, what did they literally state? That they are a Marxist organization. Mm -hmm. Then they took that out from their thing because they're destroying the nuclear family. That got a whole bunch of, so they're like, okay, take that off the website, take that off the website. We can still teach it, but we're not going to actually say that anymore. Um, even, what's his face, Karl Marx, you pick up the book, uh, Solving the Mystery of Babylon the Great, but, and then you also pick up the book The Devil and Karl Marx, and you'll start seeing a lot of the connective aspects of how he worshipped Lucifer. He loved the idea of Lucifer. He also had a Jewish background. That was the, um, what was it? Was it Pike? I just said in the very, uh, Albert Pike in the very beginning of the first half of this is talking about the three world wars, and he's talked about Marxists on one side, and I just found some pictures the other day of Lenin in a, in a Freemason thing. You'll always mm. you'll see a picture. I think this is a fairly common one of Stalin putting his hand in the jacket. The reason both sides are controlled. Oh, we need to stop the no, no. It's all the same. The thing is, you guys are cannon fodder, and at the end of the day, they're still in positions of power, and they're still making every all their agenda come true, and the people are mm. buying it. And who is the ones that instituted it? Again, what has been standing on? The Talmud. And the Talmud is basically the origins of commun communism. It's practically the same thing. And I think the book gives an exact quote from somebody saying that. Okay, can you see this? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yep. Oh, you can? Oh, oh. Yes. Fingers yes. crossed. I was actually thinking they were going to harass us after that video. Um, <laughs> this is, again, stuff that all the Heidi has seen before. But, again, look up the Star of Remphin. If you're like, that's not in the Bible. You're just making something up. And it's a Star of David. And Okay. Flick it up. Amos 5.26. But ye born the tabernacle of your Moloch. Moloch meaning star. Um, and your Cheon, your images, the star of your God, which he made of to yourselves. Again, that is basically, in essence, is going, going to worship the elements. As you can see over here, because that's the other argument, somebody will immediately pop up. It's just the elements, and each point of it kind of states the fire, air, earth, and water conjoined as above, so below. Well, mm -hmm. what, what, what do we see with um, Baphomet, as above, so below? Mm-hmm. That's something that connects with Hermes, is that basically this is all there ever is. I'm like the highest achievement you can ever achieve. That's practically yeah. a quote from the Emerald Tablets, Mr. Billy Carson. You want to you talk to me yet? No? Okay, I'm still calling him <laughs> out. Um, but again, this is what they call the Synagogue of Satan. What they should be having, I think, is the, uh, is this the menorah? I Am I pronouncing that correctly? The, 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 yes. the, again, yep. why does it have seven? Uh -huh. Because it represents the seven days of creation. That's what it was originally. It had nothing to do with this star. This star came during when, Ash when he, as Solomon fell away, started worshipping Ashtaroth and Baal. Who's Ashtaroth? Mm -hmm. Pentagram. You look it up. Sigil of Ashtaroth. 
Nimrod's wife. Folks, look into these things. It's a star religion, and you're ignoring it, and it's every day in your face, and you are putting the star up. It's basically equivalent of putting out a pentagram when you're putting up the star. It's just one side of the snake, of the Caduceus staff. Each snake represents Nimrod. The other one represents Semiramis. Who's the crowning achievement? The wings, the bird of mm. prey atop. Um, again, mentioned by Stephen the Martyr, so this is still being called out to the Pharisees, a.k.a. Zionists of the day, is that, yay, he took up the tabernacle of Moloch and your star of your god Remphan, uh, figures which he made to worship them, and, uh, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. So, folks, see the irony of this. They're taking from all these surrounding cultures that stem back to Babel. Where do they get oppressed? Where do they get taken to? God says, you want them? You really want them? Okay. I'm going to let you get imprisoned by the people that are at the top of this. I'm going to let you go to Babylon in exile. Now, for the average individuals, the innocents, or some, you know, the, everybody that had to suffer besides, you know, the average Joe, like you had the Daniels that actually still stood, even though they got taken away and were part of this stuff. We have now really some cool Bible stories and end time revelation. God still works through this stuff, folks. But what does, what does the bad guys do? Yes, it's a vacation. We can increase the Babylonian Talmud with the things that we learned. The snake went along with this, folks. And they, they took more from like the Magi, the Essenes, everybody that was in Babylon, and they basically amped up their religion. So when Christ is calling out ye, ye serpents, he's talking about them. Your father, the devil. Mm -hmm. Jew-ish. IHS. And I got the little, uh, is that Kepa? Was that what they call those caps? And just showing visuals, folks. The rest of it doesn't really matter. But if you start seeing it and, and then you start doing your own research. That's basically what I always tell people. I'm presenting an argument for consideration of ancient to modern. And you can do your own research. I recommend the books of where I got this. And the rest is just, oh, I see this, I see that. And then, oh, okay. So, so we support these kind of pages. You get more of this kind of stuff. Um, yes. Again, the Mitra hat from Babylon. What does that look like? It looks like the hat from um, Dagon. Who's Dagon? Well, he's a fish god from the Philistines. And remember when the Ark of the Covenant came in there? I, I call this out again in the Missin podcast. What's the significance of why it fell over? It's because, yeah, you're in the presence of the Holy Spirit, man. You're not going to stand in front of that. And what's Dagon? Dagon's another equivalent of um, Tammuz. So why did it fall over? It's like, yeah. I don't care about you and your little fraud and you're trying to lead my people astray. No, no, get that out of here. What's, what's the Catholics doing? They're bringing that into their religion. And what do they always have popes carrying? Dead Jesus. I'm carrying around dead Jesus. Holding the little, like I did on your show, that's where the pine cone goes. He dips it in there. Uh yeah. Usually be given for hearts. Probably was an immortality ceremony originally before we got to Valentine's. Um, showing how America's been compromised with Baphomet. That's George Washington. <laughs> Sword to chest, just like the baptismal ceremony, pointing to the sky as mm -hmm. above, so below. Um, again, was infertile, but became a father of a nation. Mm -hmm. Yes. But again, Space Force, as we were referring to earlier. And it all goes back. NASA means to deceive in Hebrew. And you're going to be like, oh, that's not true. I looked yes. up. And blah, 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 blah. Okay, why does Family Guy make fun of it then? is Jewish, if I remember correctly, but he thought he'd throw a whole, like, I think it was like a minute something sec uh, thing about, it was, it, was a, it was a scene with a fly. I don't watch that show. Mm. It's too screaming and vulgaric and just nasty for me. Um, I prefer oldies, but 
the clip that I saw, I was like, yeah, you're, you're throwing it on our faces. Mm -hmm. Um, again, just more proof and visuals. If you see Thoth carry it, you see Hermes carry it, you see Baphomet, uh, the pharmaceutical again, Corona. Yes. You're, you're, again, and then we're I'm going to go over this with you and Janet because you'll be going from that to getting to um, the stuff I was talking encrypted, but with more visuals. But yeah, this is shown on the Church of Satan website, what we were talking about earlier. I'm not sure if that's going to be part of the conversation we're having right now. I can't remember where we started now. Uh, introducing the Church of Satan abortion clinic, and we just mentioned how that's a sigil that's affiliated with them. It's c connecting to Tammuz. You notice how he looks a little bit like Cupid? I'm at you as well of this little Cupid-like character. Different name or something like that, but it's like... It, you keep telling me it's this name, it's that name, but it's like, the, the figure still looks the freaking same. The symbol is still mm. freaking there. And that is what it's all about. Esoteric, mm -hmm. exoteric. Something that's hidden, esoteric, exoteric, is what the plebes know. So when you're always saying, that, oh, they compromised our history, none of that, maybe to a certain extent, a lot of it, like the Cabbage Patch Babies and all that stuff. But then mm -hmm. there's other stuff where it's like, we don't need to really change it all that much. Just tell them it's a different definition. When they're doing hail rock, does this look like a rock to you? <laughs> so, folks, again, at a certain point, you say, well, I don't do it for that reason. Well, I hate to tell you this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how Israel sounded to God's ears. It's like, well, we don't do it for that reason. Right. Still doing it. And your actions are telling me where your heart is at. I hate to tell you, it's like your works are showing. And again, not works as in you get into heaven because of your works. Your works are demonstrating your faith that you are in. Your testimony is emulating off of the standards that you are uh, implementing. Sonic pillars. What I'm telling you, folks, Mason, Zion, it's the same freaking thing. Um, between mm -hmm. this, you'll see a lot of this. Um, I think I just did a post recently on this, and I think I might connect us to our show. But you, you go through it, you'll find the Tree of Life, or like this a similar chakra, the uh, Kabbalist, Kabbalistic Tree of Life. You'll find it in Masonry. You'll find it with a couple of pages. You do, go browse around on uh, Instagram, I challenge you. And I'm pretty sure you'll find a Masonic page that will have the Tree of Life in between the two pillars. If you watch the Missing mm -hmm. Podcast, I show it all out right there, and you'll be like, Oh, so the two pillars in front of the temple is not a good thing? No, a third temple is not a good thing? Uh-uh. <laughs> and again, look at Emperor Constantine. Now, granted, they're just going to say that's like a fifth finger, but he's holding something between his two fingers that ends up looking like this. Considering Constantine was one of the first compromised emperors for the um, Catholic Church originating, you now you see all these presidents doing it. He's mm -hmm. flashing that in his business office, the 666, at the Kabbalah Tree of Life. Mm-hmm. Very ironic, but then on top of that, it's like, okay, it just means okay. Yeah, but at a certain mm -hmm. point, when they put it up to their eye, that's mean I can become like the uh, the up uh, like the high most god. I can be mm -hmm. I can ascend to Godhood myself. The fact that he's flashing at the Kabbalah Tree of Life is telling me all I need to know, but they notice the one on the left. Holding up to his eyes. Notice the one on the far right. He's holding it up to his eyes. But he's like, no, no, not him. But it's like, that's what the, the meme says. It's only 666 when they do it, but not Donald Trump. Look at the shirt. She's got 666 and the mm -hmm. eye. And she does it, same thing. It's like, no, no, it's not. Well, the Pope's doing it. All these other people that you know is in the occult when Bill's doing it. And you see Freemasonry Today magazine. And he's doing it. It means something to them, folks. And yes. it goes all the way back to Constantine who cor corrupted everything.
I'm, I was, the book I was telling you about, it cost like 96 bucks. I was reading a little bit about the Sol Invictus cult. And I kind of was connecting it to the Wailing Wall. And that's why I had to buy it because it was like, I have a little bit of an idea, but this book is citing some stuff. I'm like, this is good stuff. You're kissing the wall, the Wailing Wall. That's basically signing fealty to old Rome. That's that's kissing Sol Invictus. That's Tammuz. Mm. So the fact when every president's going over there and kissing the wall, that's not a good thing, folks. That's signing fealty to Sol Invictus, a Roman god of light. So, and again, I think this is second to the last. Um, Trump, how everybody's always trying to deny it. By the time you get to the end of part two, if you if part one didn't scare you away because you can't <laughs> insult my Mr. Trump, and I even though I disconnected to Q and how it's potentially all going to play out, <laughs> you cannot claim you were caught unaware because I just showed you how it all possibly could connect, how they're all going to play it out. He was very close with Epstein, was next was a next-door neighbor to him in Florida, literally right next door. You see him with Clinton, you see him. Um, Epstein actually was the guy who remodeled the Oval Office or was one of the top contributors back in the 90s when Clinton was in office. I think he visited like six to eight times while Clinton was in. Lewinsky was a uh, Mossad agent. So all of this is going on at the same time. Yeah, they had him compromised and Melania was likely introduced again through them, through the modeling agency and the club that uh, Ghislaine had. Documentaries, folks, if you want to take a screenshot, one is Dr. Uh, Walter Veith, uh, Freemasons, Do They Worship Lucifer? You can find it on Amazing Discoveries YouTube. Uh, Freemasonry, uh, From Darkness to Light, I highly recommend you look up the channel because YouTube will censor a lot of this stuff unless you look up said channel, and that is Asaf's Archives, A-S-A-P-H apostrophe S Archives. Um... This one you can find on Bishoot. This is the X Factor winner from Australia, 2010. He does like a five-hour presentation, folks. All this stuff. And you might say, well, I don't have time for five hours. Cool. Watch an hour a day. You, you binge 10, 10 shows, episodes in Netflix. You can, If you <laughs> want to know what's going on in the world and somebody that was on the inside and wants to just show it all for you, I highly recommend it. Bishoot. Um, Adeline, Adeline Childs. Um, and another thing, people are saying, well, look, he's wearing black and white, and he's covering his face half the time. I was like, well, yeah, hair can get in the face. So I've seen girls talk with hair in their face all the time. So whatever. He's wearing black and white. Well, I've worn black and white at a wedding, too. So, <laughs> but the, it's like, okay, so let's look at his personal life. If he has any, you know, controlled opposition, it's like, well, regardless of that, it's like, did he make it big in the music industry? No. Does he gain anything from talking about all this? No. Is he living incognito practically right now? Yeah, I can't find him. I've been trying to find a way to interview mm. him. I cannot find him. Some people are saying they've been trying to expose him. And I'm like, I don't know. At the end of this thing, I actually felt so convicted I was crying. I literally took the whole five hours. Saying, spiritually, I felt very in touch with this guy at the end. So I, and I actually was praying right afterwards. Um, so yes, I would recommend it. That's if, if that says anything, personally. Um, the Illuminati and the CFR speech by Myron Fagan. <laughs> it was 1967. Uh, I think this is on BishuteEarthNewspaper.com. And, of course, this is the biggest one. Like, you can mm -hmm. find on Bishute. You can find on YouTube on We Woke Now channel. Highly recommend it. They are a channel that believes in the black Israelites. But other than that, I, <laughs> um, the documentary is still sound.
The Other Israel by Ted Pike. Highly recommend it. Bishoot will have it as well. Um, by the time you're done, it's like 53 minutes. You're going to be in shock. There's some parts where I would vary and differ on him, um, but that's just my personal take. But he, overall, once you hear some clips from the Talmud, I've had other people saying once they shared it with their family member or their friend that was saying, oh, come on, you're running it, they just shut up. They have not been talking after watching that. That is one of the ones where it's like, that's napalm. Do you understand mm -hmm. now what I'm saying? Yes. Are you going to relook at news now when you hear these clips? Yes. So when you're seeing these tunnels, when you're hearing about the atrocities in Palestine, you're going to understand how it all interconnects. Why Kabbalah, Q, Kazaria, Trump, it's all the same thing, folks. So that's mm -hmm. all I have. Feel free to screenshot, get that, you can find me. It means a lot. She's like my she's like my uh, manager, folks. I I, I can't thank <laughs> yes. her enough. She's gotten me connected to some really cool, beautiful people. So, uh, also, if you if you guys have recommendations for other shows or things you want me to do, it really does help podcasters to know who they want because some yeah, of them yeah. don't even know who we are. So, if you guys DM them yeah. or comment all the time, tag them, it does help get their attention. Um, if you want us to talk certain topics and. Daily podcast is pretty much, or Mana Daily podcast, or the Mania Daily, wherever you're, you're going to find it on me on most apps: Rumble, Odyssey, Bishoot, uh, Patreon, and uh, on Instagram you can find me on Crollology One Hundred and One, lower underscore before you type in the One Hundred and One, uh, Kroll, K R O L L, and then Ology altogether. Um, but yeah, that's the way you can find me. I'm going to probably thank you immensely for support and listening. It means a lot. Thank you.